Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast today we continue our top 100 favorite movies ever we are in part nine the penultimate part 11 through 19 today i'm colton robertson i'm joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up it is always a pleasure to be here oh and it is always a pleasure to have you and uh we got the we got the wonky one today, the wonky mm-hmm. one. There's no sexy round number at the end of either one of the you know eleven through nineteen, yeah. so that we can have a firm top ten. And ni- ninety one through one hundred would have looked goofy at the beginning. It's got to yeah. fall somewhere, you know. So eleven through nineteen just, is where it happens. This just makes sense. And this you know, is it's this kind is of in the top twenty, right outside the top ten. That's I think that's all... fair. Very, very good movies at that. This is, you know, I, I guess it's it's the penultimate. Maybe we equate it to, like, the penultimate episode of a Thrones season, mm. you know, um, for those out of the know. Usually the penultimate episode is where the shit goes down. Yeah. Um, and then you're on that happy joyride um, and amazing. The last episode's great and awesome still, but that penultimate, I don't know, it's got some... Got some bangers feel, in there. You feel like you got any jaw droppers that I would expect would be in your top 10 that actually fall in the 11 through 19? I'd say probably just one. Actually. And that's enough. Maybe two. That's enough. But probably yeah. just one. Um, nothing's I think too I, unexpected I think I've got one. here, I don't think. Yeah, I think I've got one. I think I've got one. But, uh, yeah, if this is your first time joining us, I would strongly recommend that you go back and you check out... Mm-hmm. All the other stuff we've done, we've had a we've had a great time with the top 100 project. Uh, what? Let's see, we had the first four eight parts um, over the last yeah. six weeks, and it's been a lot of fun. Man, yeah, part nine—that's uh, crazy. For seven parts, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, me and Joe, neither of us are quite equipped. We think to. Uh, Give you the top 100 best movies of all time, and as film is a subjective medium, we decided, you know what? Let's go ahead and treat it as such. Just do a, a top 100 favorites. But uh, are there any first viewings or anything that uh, we should know about before we get into this? Something that might have crawled into the top 100, but uh, it's too late in the game. I don't believe so. I don't. I don't think there have been it all rewatches for me recently. Mm. Um, I did a lot of rewatching. I did a lot of rewatching. Yeah, I uh I think the only first watch that would have made my top 100 and rather high was Do the Right Thing directed by Spike Lee. Uh very very good movie. Uh it's got Giancarlo Esposito and uh a few uh, Samuel L Jackson in a small role and uh Spike Lee headlining his own movie as he usually does. He's he's incredible in it and that's an incredible movie. So Do the Right Thing almost certainly would have been 
uh, towards the top here. I rewatched a few that were lower that probably would have been higher. That was the that was a big one. Uh, rewatched Barbie as it was released on digital. Mm-hmm. Don't know how much mm-hmm. it would have climbed, but it would have climbed. Um, would have climbed a little was bit. Good. Yeah. Was it good? Was, was that your? Do you see it again in theaters? Or did I did not. It, it was my second was viewing, and then I watched okay. it another time with. Uh, so I've watched it three times now. I watched it okay. twice in a couple days okay. there. Um, let's see. Pulp Fiction. I gave a rewatch. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have made my top 100 this time. Really? Uh huh. Yes. Uh, okay. I actually wow. uh, I appreciated it a lot more this time than the last time I watched it for our 52 year journey through film. Uh, almost certainly would have made my top 100, but it did not this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, yesterday I watched The Dark Knight in theaters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which That's... did give it a whole other oomph behind it, you know. Um. It would have climbed a little bit. Not not a ton. It would have climbed, though. Uh, I don't think it would have been this episode or the next, but it, it probably would have made its way into the 30s or 20s mm-hmm. instead. Okay. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah that's that's, uh, that's what the, the lineup that I, I wanted to give nice little contextualization mm-hmm. to of everything that I've, I've you know, could, could have been different. It's not, you know, at a certain point we had to just go with the 100 we have. It's an ever-changing list, and... You know the, the top 100 I present to you today. I, I, I probably shit. Who, who's to say that it's that's even true. actually the top 100 I, I have at the moment? It's just the list I committed yeah, that, to a few weeks that's back. The thing is that we said, yeah, we'll do a top 100, and then it it will change. We know it will change, so we'll probably revisit it in a year. But then what I didn't like fathom of happening is that in the process of us just recording the top 100 it's already different probably yeah yeah you know, like oh, 100%. it's not not just like a, a couple months that i thought it would take to like start taking change or like start changing it's it's just an ever-changing thing. within weeks it's never yeah, within never days. a constant thing really yeah and yeah. then like even some movies like man it's tough to put a movie over another like it's just hard to compare movies and like on, on a certain day i can like my thirties might be completely flip flopped or any. Oh yeah, absolutely, you know, movie, absolutely. So. No, so that's that's the thing is that all in all, what we wanted to do was shine light on a hundred movies that we absolutely love. You know, the rankings is it's really just here so we have a form to it. But we wanted to go ahead and shine a light on a bunch of movies that we know we adore dearly, and that mm-hmm. uh, we hold in a special place. And when we get to this top nineteen, oh buddy, do I hold these dearly? Mm-hmm. Do you uh do you want to take us in here oh, at 19? Maybe. Okay. I guess we'll start off. You had a uh a dark night theater experience, a Nolan theater experience, and that's mm. where I'm starting. Mm. Um this is where ah. I have Oppenheimer uh right here. And this is a this is a one and done viewing here. I've only seen this one time. And it's just been a reflection type movie. I th- I feel like this is just a movie you reflect on. Um after you watch it a lot and it's mm. just that last scene i don't know this just knowing that it opens up with the rippling you know in the rain and him just looking down yeah. at the ripples like that's just oh my god like there's just so many things about this movie that i need just to see it again to like fully understand but that first watch was just i don't know it was awesome yeah like, i'll tell was... you i rewatched the dark knight and funny enough i walked out of there going that One of my favorite comic books. It's still, sorry, uh, it's still not Oppenheimer. 
the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that the I think Oppenheimer mm-hmm. is his best movie, um, okay. and probably my favorite movie of his. Also, like it's just it's just so fucking good. Um, yeah, so that's it's, a great choice, man. He's he's just been he's been evolving. You know, you'd, you'd expect like it's it's just different veins of movies. If you want to see, you know, a mass vigilante beat the beat the crap out of some people. And some really good villains, or you just want to see some a really good biopic and a really good movie over some real, real history. Um, just two wildly different movies, but it's crazy how I don't know how it's Oppenheimer. There's not a lot of crazy action that's going on that the Dark Knight has a lot of that it keeps you kind of uh, like in for. It's just mm. a lot of situational, you know, just. Making you think, just conversations just that are happening. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, oh my, just what a a crazy movie. Like to even even after I watched it, and people people are asking me like, oh, should I go see it? I'm like, yeah, and they're like, oh, dude, why? I'm like, honestly, like I can't really tell you like what happens in the movie because it's just like I don't know. Like, yeah, the bomb goes off, and like in the trailer, everyone's expecting that, like that moment. But like other than that, it's just like them getting there, and then like. Yeah. And then the, the fallout the moments afterwards. It's like it, it's just it's just kind of how it is. It's such like a weird movie to recommend, but it's like not weird in the sense that like I don't want to recommend it to someone. Like I think anyone and everyone should go see it. Everyone mm-hmm. should at least see it once. But it's like a I don't know. I feel like if you're like recommending The Dark Knight to someone, you could be like, oh my god, yeah, Heath Ledger, one of the best villain performances of all time. That's so yeah. awesome. You know, there's, and, there's and a lot more flash like, yeah. to The Dark Knight yeah. to be sure. There's yeah. a lot of. Well, I don't know, you could just say a lot more easily about it, but this is just, it's just like a character case. It's just like, it's just a super interesting biopic, and I don't know, usually the history movies aren't the most interesting or most, uh, most entertaining, but this one surely is. A three this one hour, keeps you in it. It doesn't feel like three hours. Um, no, not even close. Thing. It actually, uh, it actually just became the highest grossing biopic of all time the other day. Mm. Uh, Over surpassed- Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, right? Rami Malik in the top two. Yeah. So that was my thirty-five. Cool. There you uh, go. Bohemian Rhapsody was, but yeah, on the the first one here will be a Nolan. I think that's my last. one. Is it? No, I doubt it. Yeah, no, it's not. Like, yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh, duh. Wait a minute. Okay, de- definitely not. I don't know what I'm yeah. talking about. Um, I think I was just like thinking of the movies we covered in the mm. uh, the spotlight. And I'm like, yeah, I got ten. I said Tenet. Um, Dunkirk and, and Dunkirk. I'm like, yeah, I, I got those down. And, but okay, no, definitely yeah. some. Forgot Nolan about movies. his, you know, the one we've also been talking yeah, about. Hello, before. yeah. There's yeah. literally uh, two more. So yeah, yeah. That, that'll. Oh, you literally have two more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, one's number one, and then the other isn't. Um, Ooh. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, then I'll. Is that I'll, unexpected? I think I can't think of the other Nolan movie off the top of my head, but. Um, Oh yeah, I can. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, mm. But uh, all right, yeah, nineteen mm-hmm. for me. This is where I have you know I I I, I ended the last list with Interstellar at my twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted so to. What's better to in- what's better than Interstellar to you? The- there are twenty movies. That are better than Interstellar to you somehow. Better, I wouldn't I say better. Understand. That no, okay, I enjoy I'm, more. I'm, that I I'm enjoy kidding. more. No, yeah. um, okay, I have a better time with. <laughs> They're easier to watch. They, they, and that's yeah. uh, something I mean, that 
Yeah. So I saw this one in theaters, which is also very important. You know, I did not get to see Interstellar in theaters. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a grand spectacle of a film from the year 2022. This is where I have Nope directed by Jordan Peele. Okay. Uh, I love Nope. This is a, this is one that I, uh, I've declared it my favorite Jordan Peele after this. You know, I, I, oh, yeah. I used to staunchly think Get Out was the, was the one for me, but upon a couple rewatches very recently, I went ahead and gave Nope the, uh, the elevation. It is just so fucking riveting. There's, it's different. The, the last act is so good. Daniel Kaluuya and Keith. effects are fucking unreal uh, it looks so good like this it's suspense built the oh, oh my god it, it it's crazy how like the first kind of two acts of the movie you don't even i guess it's kind of like get out where it starts out as kind of just like a normal ish kind of movie you're not ex- you know nothing crazy's quite happened yet um and then it just takes kind of that third act or like for the, the shit really to get going where you're like, Oh, now I get oh, it. Like now yeah. I see what this movie's all about sort of thing. Like, and now it's, it was just the first two acts is just to build it all up and like, just to mm-hmm. just buy it's all bottled up and all in there and you're getting little details slowly, but like so there's so many storylines in Nope that are crazy. Like it's the, I always forget his name. The, uh, this guy who was on the TV show where the monkey killed everybody, then he yeah the yeah the uh, Jupe, shows. Jupiter Jupe yeah Jupe Jupe storyline is nuts. How like it just slowly like that slowly comes together and everything and like and some things like aren't even explained, which I love like the the shoe that was just like fucking just like straight up like um I don't know I guess that's just like. I've never really thought about that. Like, yeah, like what that means. What the fuck was going on? Was was like the alien thing? Was it like above that studio or something? And then it made the monkey just freak the fuck out, and then like just go ape shit on everybody. You know, is that like right, what, right. what sparked it? Um, I uh, I don't know. I kind of uh, I I kind of keyed in on that my most recent viewing just because it's so bizarre. You know, mm-hmm. and I think one thing that's really important is whenever Jupe is like under the table, that's what he like fixates on. Mm-hmm. It's what he focuses on. And I think it's just to put, I think it's supposed to kind of represent the bizarre unlikelihood of him having encountered all of this in his life, you know, and the, the, the odds yeah. of any of this happening at all. Like, it's just. It, it defeat it defies all logic is sort of the thing and mm. i don't i don't know i uh okay i don't know man i and that's obviously it's just one way to interpret it i don't really know for sure but uh, yeah there's there's something about the animals freaking out in this movie the mm-hmm. like the horse freaks out whenever like it sees the reflection right the little mm-hmm. sphere ball and then it like yeah. can see its own reflection and, it like, looked it into its own out. eyes yeah um and then maybe like yeah, I don't know. There was like some, I don't, there's a lot of like fan theories and stuff, which is awesome. Like a horror movie that has like fan theories to try to like right. describe like what happens in this. I think that's I don't know. It's just really awesome that he can just 
build kind of this fantasy sci-fi horror world uh for a movie and like i'm i think about it like all the time like every time i look at a cloud now i'm like there's probably an alien just hiding behind that shit he's just uh he's just taking the form of that cloud that's all yeah that's what they would do you know it would look like just a cloud to us but fuck it and i don't know i heard like a teacher talk about clouds like on tiktok and it was like do you ever really think about clouds imagine if you had to explain a cloud to someone who's like blind or completely unaware of like earth you know yeah. you'd have to explain a cloud you'd be like well it's this like white puffy floaty thing it just floats in the sky sometimes they're big sometimes they're small sometimes they're gray sometimes they rain also sometimes they send huge just bolts of electricity down to the earth like i mean really clouds are kind of fucked when you think yeah, like it's kind of yeah. crazy Gnarly. so like I don't know. I wonder, like, how he gets these ideas of, like, um, I don't know, make like for his movies. If it's if it's anything well, in the real world going on, he's like, oh, I'll take that. Maybe make a movie about it. Like, there's some disc or going, or if it's just like in a. Something fascinating a, about Nope that, like, obviously these giant sci-fi elements make it really flashy, but uh, it kind of calls the industry out at large mm. for you know chewing people up and spitting them back out and okay uh, yeah yeah there's the dude the cinematographer who is willing to die for his craft um you know he's he's willing to die for his art and uh you know like even the commentary about uh did you, uh, did you know the first thing ever put to film was a two second clip of a back, black man on a horse? Now you know the horse, but do you know the jockey who was riding it? You know, like uh, that that whole thing. Like uh, mm -hmm. they okay, yeah, yeah. One of the interesting things about this, uh, them trying to get the Oprah shot. I think another commentary is that mm -hmm. they won't get any credit for this. I see. That's true. Yeah, no. You know, it became it became news before they could get mm -hmm. like visual proof. You know, there was like like news story was out there. Every like news teams were out there. While they did all the work, they'll probably get little to no credit. Um, and that's uh, I think that's something that Nope tries to tries to make a point of. Um, yeah, but yeah, oh, and then like also like animal life, like trying to tame it, control it. That's true. Um, yeah. I think that's that's kind of another like big thing of the movie, like the monkey that was very domesticated, put on a TV show. Mm. It goes crazy, you know. It's it's not its natural habitat. It goes crazy. It kills people. Um, a horse trying to be domesticated, put in front of a green screen, it gets freaked out, you know. And people, okay, all right, get this guy out of here. It it kick a wild horse. A horse, you know, went crazy for a couple seconds. This is crazy. What we You're we fired. Yeah, we expected this to go without any hitches whatsoever. That's kind of nuts. Yeah, that part that's of the like, movie pisses really, me off every that's time I watch it. truly the standard of Hollywood, oh my god. Like, holy shit. Like, that's that's insane. They were filming a fucking commercial, dude. Yeah. Like, it's not even... It's not even like a movie or television production. They were just like, we're trying to get this couple minutes done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, out of that... It's a... 
it's a phenomenal movie. It, Y'all have uh, a horse wrangler there, so he can tell you what to do with the horse. And when he tells you what to do with the horse, you ignore what he has to say. And then when the horse does something because of what y'all did, you fire him. True, literally. Yeah, he did. First, I mean, I guess he's a little quiet, you know. Whatever for like their, I don't know. That's like the only thing that was like sort of off. I get if there was anything off. Is it like? I don't know, he just kind of took, like, just took to himself. He didn't, I don't know, he was just like, yeah, I'm doing my job. Like, whatever. If anything, like, more of what they'd probably want. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's assume. really, really strange how that whole thing went down. But, um... I, I do love... I, I love Kiki Palmer in this movie, man. I love when they're <laughs> walking through the... The, uh... The store for all the equipment, and she's talking about getting the money shot. The mm. Oprah shot. Uh, and then, like, a, mm-hmm. an attractive woman walks by, and she goes, hey, how you doing? You look pretty. And then she just keeps walking. She looks over at OJ. She goes, she looked like she got a big house. Uh, like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I love that line delivery. Like, it's just, <laughs> she is so fucking funny. Like, whenever the cinematographer pulls up, and he's like, what I tell you? He was going to pull up with a non-electrical camera, and they just dap it up, like, five times <laughs> just, in a row. Just, just, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. It's so good. That, that's That's why, like, it feels just like such a... Like, uh, what's the word? Um, oh my god, will you take it? Candid? There. There's the word. Mm. I don't know. It feels just like, I don't know, there's situations where they're just chilling, and it's like, hey, do you still have your stash, you know, like from a while yeah. ago? Whatever. He's like, yeah, I still, I still got that shit. And like, I got that right. happy weed. All right, let's go. Oh, you had to say that. Yeah, it's like, all right. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's, it goes from moments like that to like whenever the fake aliens come to their farm and you're like starting mm. to be like, Oh shit. Like you're like, Oh Yo, shit. It's about to start. You know, like I you're... saw this movie in an empty IMAX theater. The first time <laughs> I saw it, bro. Oh. And that part scared the shit out. Like, you know, yeah. that feeling uh, uh, uh. where I didn't even see the motherfuckers first, bro. Like it was just dark and he was looking down the hall and then like mm-hmm. every single hair on my body stood up yeah. and then, and then you see them. And I was like, Oh my fucking God, bro. And then it's just some kids fucking around. I was like, fuck this shit. He really man. punched the guy. shit out of one of those kids. though. <laughs> Boosh, just decked him. I mean, rightfully so. I mean, that's, that's what I'm doing. You know, if, if I see an alien in my farm and I mean, like, it's kind of cool. Cause I, I don't know, just like as an alien nerd, like it's like, yeah, he he has a flip phone because he's a farmer and he doesn't give a shit about like yeah. technology, or whatever. And like people are always like, well, why, why, why are all these pictures of everything in such low quality? And it's like, well, maybe it's just a farmer out on his land, you know, just chilling, and he only has a flip phone, like legitimately. Right. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, the the last shot they get. I mean, that's the thing. I I do have this movie, but it is not this episode, and that's the crazy thing about saying. Not this episode for this episode because that yeah. means it's it is top in the 10. top ten. So yeah. there's I guess there's one uh that is confirmed. Um Yeah, it's just a matter of where. But yeah. uh yeah, man. I love I love nope. I had to get it involved. Uh well, so I I got it here at nineteen. We don't have to stop talking about Jordan Peel, uh, because eighteen is where I have get out. <laughs> um so I mean I, I just uh, not not too far of a gap. Only uh, you had it. You're 21. 21. Yeah. So um, kind of similar here, but yeah, the dude. I don't know. I have. I obviously have Nope above this one. So Nope is my my favorite Jordan Peele movie as well. But but this one's just. I mean, us. 
I mean, I had us pretty low, yeah, like at, at 48, um, get out at 18, quite the gap there, and then a little bit of a smaller gap between get out and, and nope. But mm. um, I don't know, Jordan Peele just, he has it. I mean, he has something different about him when yeah. it comes to a thriller, a thriller type movie. And he just, he makes him like, I don't know, with purpose, I feel like is like a big thing as well that makes his movie so good. Is that like, it's not just um, like a, a horror killer coming out to just like, you know, kids are on the run having to survive. Like those mm. movies are fun and they're great. But like, there's like social commentary to a lot of Jordan Peele's movies. Like they are, they are for a purpose as well as also being really good horror and thriller movies. Um, right. And I think that's, I don't know, that's, that's what I really like. Cause with get out, like you have the, I don't know, like we, we talked about it last episode, but like the kind of the democratic racism instead of, or like, like yeah, uh, neoliberal. Yeah. Yeah. Li like the liberal racism instead of like the racism you'd expect. Um, and something like this, which would be like, I don't know, just some straight up, just KKK or, you know, yeah. far, just, you'd expect something crazy like that for, for this. Um, and it's, I don't know, it, the, the slow, the slow burns. I feel like all of his movies just have slow burns. Us they is a little do. different. Um, but get out and, and nope are just like, I got five on man. It. yeah, they're just, just these slow burns where you're, you're waiting for something to happen. Like, you know. You know what you're getting yourself into. Like, you know it's a horror, like, thriller movie. But then... And I was oh. also... I was late to the party on this one, so I knew the general... Mm. Like, the general idea. You know, black man goes to all white families' house mm -hmm. for, for a weekend. And I'm like, well, that can't be good. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, that's... Automatically a, there, yeah. A bad yeah. situation. But okay. the way that, like, they... You know, you kind of take it for granted after you know the movie well, but... The first time you're watching that, the way they kind of sprinkle the clues that shit's not right um, mm -hmm. throughout it, like with Lakeith Stanfield, uh, whenever he whenever he flashes the light in his face, and he's like, God damn it. You know, he's like, shit, I did not mean to do. And he just his nose starts bleeding and he's like, get out, get out, get the fuck out. You know, he's like, you got and like, dude, man, that shit. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I was watching, I was like, oh, now what yes. the fuck was that, dude? <laughs> so many times you're just you're like, okay, something's off. I haven't figured. I mean, and you would have never guessed. Like that's the thing. Like no, there's no putting the pieces together on this one mm -mm. and being like, oh yeah, I saw this from the very jump. I knew that they were gonna just try to to take his body or just take black people's bodies and use them. You know, like why specific? What a weird logic here that they have. You know, like like. Maybe if it was, like, just anybody, like, they just wanted a young body, you know, to go back and do to extend their life and everything. But, like, it's, it's like, every one of them was black, right? No, like, yeah, I, it's rooted in the idea that the, wow, the grandpa yeah. wanted to beat Jesse Owens in a race, and yeah, Jesse and Owens like, was black. Why, like, so it's just a family thing? Is this just a really big family? Like, the Coagula, um, or is this some, like, rich, no, it's, it's like, uh, elite... It's sort a, of thing. It's a cult, yeah. Okay. It's a, yeah. Sorry, uh, yeah. It's I definitely mean, a cult. Whenever the like box where she had all the pictures of her previous boyfriend, yeah, yeah. 
Like a lot of dudes. All black. Like every. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Like it is. It is about black people. Like it's not. And because one of the things that the grandfather says in the little video is like with your genetic gifts and our drive. Uh, You know, like he for some reason he thinks that like white people have the drive to make things happen. They just do not have the bodies Mm. that black people do. Um. And so, like, it's just, like, it is It is expressly, like, it's that shit from, like, you remember in the movie 42, whenever one of the announcers is like, oh, you know, the reason that Jackie Robinson can run so fast is because black people have a longer Achilles or whatever the yeah. fuck. And he's like, mm-hmm. like he, he, he does all this stuff to try and justify why this, mm-hmm. why this person is better than other people mm-hmm. at athletics. And it's like, well, that guy's just better at athletics, you know. Like, it's not, it's not yeah, because works, he's yeah. black that he's better at yeah. the athletics, you know. Uh, yeah. I but see. like, but that's yeah. the thing is that they're they. they I also love like, Stephen Root, like his whole explanation of it. Like, uh, I don't, oh, don't lump me in with them. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. I want your eyes, man. I want those things you see through. Uh, bruh. Whoa. Idiot. Every human has eyes. You know, um, mm-hmm. you don't, there, there's no, okay. I was about to say like, I, un, I understand the grandpa going for, you know, a black guy <laughs> to run faster, but like, no, I don't. But what I'm saying is like, it makes more sense for him to like go for a person who beat him, but like someone who's blind, who does, who should, literally doesn't see color in the first place. Um, still like, I guess, yeah, I, yeah, it is just a racism thing because they're, they're technically killing someone. And they yeah, probably are like, well, yeah, they're, they're uh, gonna kill a white person. In order they're to actually enslaving body. them. They can, yeah. they're still in there. That's true. You know, and it, and it, God, and it shows part. them. No. Yeah. What experience it? Did they call it like something in the, the movie? sunken place? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's like, that's terrible. That is just like, I remember, I think in like the last of us, whenever the, you know, the fungus like takes over, but are you still mm-hmm. there? You know, that's like yeah, kind right. of the thing. And like, this is like, no, yeah, for sure. Like, that's how it happens. Like, no, you, yeah, you are still in there. Like, and they explain that to him. Like, whenever he goes down and like he, she does the little clink, clink, clink uh, thing and he, he, he collapses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I then feel like they're... everyone knew that shot, like at that trailer, <clears throat> whenever the movie was coming out, I feel like it spread like wildfire. Just seeing mm. Inu Kalula with the tear coming oh, down his God. face. Like, I feel like that was everywhere. Like, oh I yeah, I saw that like everywhere. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was I, I didn't get to it until we got to it on our fifty two year journey. Um, yeah, I'd so watched it once before. Late, yeah, I think I've seen this four or five times now. But uh, it's mm. it's fucking it's good, good, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost lined up some Jordan Peele there. Yeah, just um, a little bit, a little, little, just a little bit off. Um, mm-hmm. We got Jordan but, uh, Peele and and Nolan. Right now, Get Out, Interstellar, mm. Nope, and then Oppenheimer and Get Out. I'm going to keep the ball rolling with my top one, Ridley Scott. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Director of Gladiator and American Gangster and Alien mm-hmm. and the like. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where I have 1991's Thelma and Louise, starring Susan Sarandon and Gina mm-hmm. Davis. This one is, uh, I think it's quintessential. You got to you got to make it around to Thelma and Louise at some point. It is so fucking good. Um it's about two women who uh are about to go on a little bit of a road trip, you know, they're trying to go out for the weekend, have a little fun. Uh Susan Sarandon is uh 
she's in a relationship that's a little bit more laid back, but Gina Davis's character is married to uh married to a man who is uh classic misogynist douchebag husband. You know, I come home, I want dinner ready, make sure mm-hmm. every need that I I have is catered to, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But she decides she's gonna leave for the weekend. You know, she's gonna go have some fun. Um and on the way, this isn't really spoiling anything because this is about 30 minutes into the movie. Uh, on their way to their location, they stop at like a bar. They, they have a nice little, they have a fun little night, but, uh, and trigger warning, uh, an attempted, an attempted sexual assault happens. Brandon prevents it, uh, by killing the motherfucker, shooting him, uh, multiple oh. times. Uh, kills his okay. ass. Um, and so the rest of the movie is them on the run. That's, that's the movie. That's when the movie launches, you know, like they're, okay. they're trying to, they're trying to get away from the, from the cops basically. And it's kind of mm-hmm. them just becoming more themselves instead of this, uh, this watered down version they were supposed to be for society to accept them. They were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's let loose after a while. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a cool, cool story about their womanhood and them coming together and their friendship and possibly more than friendship. Um, you know, there's a, uh, there's certainly an angle to be had where they are. I, I like to view it like they are in love, but some people don't. Um, that's a loving experience to go through. I mean, I don't know. Well, like, it even if, yeah, there was nothing there before. There's something afterwards. Uh, I'm oh, assuming dude, it's a it's a great movie. It's a beautiful looking movie. Ridley Scott is a uh, a great director, and I I love Susan Sarandon. She's a she's an actress who if she's in something, I want to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Thelma and Louise do? cannot recommend uh, it Ridley enough. Scott. Um, yeah, oh, I believe Napoleon. It's... That's right. That's what it was. Yeah, I was trying to remember what was coming out. Uh, for him. Yes, yes. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. But mm. yeah, I gotta. Yeah, it's a uh, little like... different for that Ridley Scott band. You know, I listed American Gangster and Gladiator yeah, and Alien say. and Napoleon. Like, that doesn't it's seem... just Thelma, Thelma mm-hmm. and Louise for him. You know, I was like, yeah. okay, that's hey, very Ridley. different from his repertoire. Usual, yeah. But okay, all right. Ooh, okay. This is the one that was kind. I don't know. But I think so. Uh, the one, th- th- this movie, I, I didn't know really where it is, but I think this is right. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. So Wes Anderson, mm. I have three Wes left. Yes, yes, indeed. Three Wes left. Only three. Uh huh. I think yep. one, two, three. Yes. I have four left. Cool. Wait. Cool. Okay. Yeah. No, I, okay. I think, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm not missing one. No, I do have three. But this one, it is the most recent one. So I guess it can only climb. Mm. Uh, but it is 2023's Asteroid City. Um, yes, for me. Yes. Did, it feels right because it is, I think it is still above Oppenheimer. That was like my, my, my like going, I'm like, which movie do I like more? I think Asteroid City is just more enjoyable than Oppenheimer. And like I'm 
it's Wes Anderson as well. It was my first Wes in theaters. That's huge for me. I guess this was mm. my first Nolan in theaters. Well, Tenet, I think, actually. But like, yeah, That was West, a day and day release with Max, though, so you might have seen it there. Asteroid City was just... <clears throat> I don't know. It was a whole different kind of experience. And I've seen it multiple times. I think I've seen it three or maybe even four times by now. Uh, now that it's like on streaming, I can just watch it. Um, and man, I don't know. Just what a pretty movie this one is. Like that's – Oppenheimer the craft is great, and it. I no one's really denying that. But like there's just a different kind of craft when it comes to making a movie look this visually vibrant all the time. And – just the framing of everything he does um, with it, too, is just incredible. And I don't know, this, like, wow, what is that? It has a 6.6 on IMDb. Absolutely. Very, very, uh, this one's been kind Whoa. of divisive for him. Um, Whoa. Some people love it, a lot of people don't. Um, Whoa, I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't know people were hating on it that much is it a lot of not, not even that review bombed even um, no like it's just uh some people don't get it and i can't blame anyone for not getting it it's it's got the mm. highest level of entry i would say for any wes anderson movie ever i'd yeah. say that it is the hardest to wrap your mind around of any wes anderson okay. movie that's um, fair it's uh it, it's and that's what's crazy is that of all the wes anderson movies He's never done anything like that, you know, exactly like that mm. anyway. Um, yeah. Like, it's just a, it's just a bizarre, it's a bizarre one to have, but uh, I think he, I love uh-huh. it, and uh, I do, I do also have it. I haven't said it yet, but uh, mm. I do indeed have it. Yeah, I'd uh, say, yeah, when you think, I put it that way, like, the level of entry, I'd say, like, French Dispatch was probably, like, Whenever I first watched it, I felt like that was the highest bar of like level of entry. And then you were like, "Oh, it's just a magazine issue." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like once once you said it, it kind of like unlocked everything, and it was very easy. It was like, "Oh yeah," like mm-hmm. that's now I just kind of get it. Like it's it was it's just. I'm but this one for, you have to you have to parse yeah, through a little bit. There's you a do lot have more. To... Yeah, that goes on here. Um, and it's another one of those things where I think that people get wrapped up in that, you know, like I, I've come back to that Christopher Nolan quote a lot lately that mm-hmm. don't try to understand, just feel it. First time mm-hmm. I watched this movie, I did not, I don't feel the way that I, I don't feel like I got it the way that I do now after the first viewing. Mm-hmm. I was still crying my ass off at the end of the first viewing though. Like I was crying in that theater whenever, uh, you know, Margot Robbie and him are going back and forth on the balcony there. Like, I was like, oh, God, fuck. I don't know why I feel this so deeply, but I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I've gone back and tried to figure that out. But, uh, yeah, man, I love Asteroid City. It is a, uh, it is also a top three West for me as well. Um, mm-hmm. and I have four left. So, okay. We got one, one outside. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. I think, yeah, because, I've just said okay. Yeah, you haven't said French Dispatch. You haven't said. You said Fox already, Darjeeling. What haven't you said? Okay, I know one for sure, an asteroid. So what are the other two? Not hotel. Oh, I haven't Moon- said. I haven't said Budapest. I haven't said Moonrise. 
I haven't said Dispatch, and I haven't said Asteroid City. Was it Dispatch? Okay, then it was Dispatch. Because I was thinking Dispatch, Hotel, Asteroid. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That, that clears it up. I don't know why. I feel like there's always just this other West movie that I'm forgetting about that I – I don't know why. I feel like no. I get that. One I get that. One. Whenever we, whenever you said you only had three left, and that was your third, I like went through the notes, like counting over and over. Like I was like, you have to have four left. This doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and then like I went through, and you have three left. I was like, I don't know why I thought there was one more West movie than there was, but like, uh, like I have the same exact thing going on in my head. Uh, I think it's because there's eleven of them. I want it to be like either ten or twelve. A nice round. Number. Yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, mm-hmm. so. But yeah, he'll get there. He'll get he will. there. All Soon. these shorts combine them. Uh, that's kind of one i'm a little confused why it's not just an anthology sort of movie also by the way Um, so they are connected to each other. they're all from the same they're all from the same book Hmm. yeah so i'm like i don't know why they're not just going ahead and cutting it together and putting it out as a as a french dispatch-esque movie Mm -hmm. um my best Mm -hmm. guess is that he made a deal with netflix to release four things and he didn't want to do four fucking movies for them. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll give you one movie. Maybe. Yeah. I'll give you four shorts. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, split it up like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't, but, think, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know they're that. all connected, but yeah, this is all... I don't know that they're necessarily connected. I just know that they're all from the same book, like the same set of stories that rolled doll put out. But, uh, okay. Hmm. Wow. West yeah, I'm is... very excited for that. And uh, this... we got, I've got two West in my top ten. I've got two West this episode. So okay, okay, we will, yeah, we will knock out a couple. Episode. Yeah, I got two this episode uh, as well. Okay, wow. But yeah, I, I feel I don't know. I, th- th- that was the one that was kind of floating. Um, mm. The only one in, in this range that was kind of like I, I don't know could kind of go anywhere. But that that's is where it understandable landed for me. Seventeen for asteroid. Yeah, it's my most watched movie this year, so uh, it's a little further okay. up. But uh, mm-hmm. my 17 is where I have my highest Quentin Tarantino. This mm-hmm. is where I have 2019's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Brad Pitt, Leo DiCaprio, and Margot Robbie. Um, I gave this a rewatch recently. This was previously in like the upper 20s. And then I gave it a rewatch and was like, oh, man, there's just something about it. Like, it's not even it doesn't make me cry. It doesn't Mm. like uh, it's nothing like there's just something so fucking fun about watching that movie. It's another one that I have a theater experience with. So it has that little bit of a air of nostalgia for me where I got to it was the first Tarantino I ever saw in theaters. So it Mm -hmm. was like a big event for me. Um, And it felt just it felt cool to be sitting there watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And that's. That's how it feels every time I watch it now. This sort of high fantasy, you know, once upon a time, set in the golden age Hollywood. Fuck yeah. You know, like, that's a great idea. Um, and, hmm. uh... Yeah, aren't there, like, a lot of movie references and, like, scene, like, perfectly, like, replicated scenes in this movie? Yes, there like, are. Uh, he actually, they recreate a scene from The Great Escape starring Steve McQueen, but with Leonardo DiCaprio as... Is it just Steve that McQueen's one? Role. Just... Uh, well, there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a few, um, there's a few, but they're deep, they're deep, deep cut references. That's probably the one that's the most, most well known, I would guess. Um, but, uh, 
Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate, who was uh, famously a victim of the Manson murders. Um, Hmm. And so kind of in the same way Inglorious Bastards. This feels like the spirit sequel to Inglorious Bastards, where it takes this terrible thing that happened in real life and then does exactly what you would have wanted to actually happen in real life. Mm. You know, um, okay. and uh, so just the way this movie culminates, it's that hyper violence that Tarantino loves to do, and it is so fucking funny. Um, mm. This might be Tarantino's funniest movie, and it might be Leonardo DiCaprio's funniest movie. Like, uh, mm. there's okay. just a lot of points in it where you're just. I, I, I like laugh my ass off watching this movie at points that I probably shouldn't be laughing, but there's something so huh. fucked up funny about it. Um, I've heard. Yeah, Cliff Booth, Cliff Booth and uh, Rick Dalton. Dude, hmm. yeah, hell of a duo. I've heard that this is like, is this Tarantino's last movie? It's his most recent movie. His next movie will be his last movie. Okay, because like I thought, I thought there was something to where like he is stopping. Like once, yes. like he, like he. He set a number. He was going to make ten films. His next movie is tenth. Um, so and, strange. Uh, that is so strange to me. I guess I don't like, think I don't think they'll like stick an, to that. It's kind of like an artist thing, I guess. Maybe like he, like it's more va- like your art's more valuable when you die. So like maybe he's like trying to die twice. You know, sort of thing where like he, right. he he's dying while he's still alive and seeing how it's gonna go, and then like ah, yeah, but that's that's sort of weird. He's like not say, old, you know. I mean, yeah. like he's not a young man, but that's he's not the, old. That's so the like crazy thing, he has so much time. Like yeah, like, the other thing is that I assume he'll take a break from making movies to write like books and and uh, mm-hmm. novels and stuff, and yeah. I'm assuming he'll maybe maybe <clears throat> even dabble in television. I can't imagine he would want to compared mm-hmm. to movies, but. Um, yeah, because imagine the return of Quentin Tarantino in it will happen, or yeah. well, you know, whenever it happens to be, it's like everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, well, shit, I'm going, I'm going." To yeah, exactly. This. You know, so uh, maybe it's just a long con. I believe he has the patience to wait ten years between movies in order to do something like that. You know, like he is—he's yeah. that fucking weird. You know, like he would be mm-hmm. more than willing to go. Well, I'm not going to release another movie for ten years uh, just because I don't want to make a movie for ten years. It's it, it, he's just saying I'm gonna take a I'm done because he knows he's he just wants to make a secret movie mm. for ten years and then love a like, secret Boom. movie love a secret yeah. movie <laughs> uh, but yeah once upon a time in Hollywood mm. there's just something so aesthetically pleasing about it I think it's Tarantino's best looking film um, I have little to no doubt about that um, Margot Robbie she doesn't have a lot of uh, lines but she does a lot with her screen time. Uh, she's, she's brilliant in it. Um, this probably is my, uh, it's probably my second favorite Brad Pitt behind burn after reading. I think burn after reading, he's just too good in, but this one, he is also, he, he fights Bruce Lee, um, fake Bruce Lee, you know, a guy playing Bruce Lee. I'm like, hold on. How'd Um, they do that? Um, yeah, there's a, yeah, man playing Bruce Lee. There's a Kurt Russell narrates the film. Uh, he has this great line (laughs) where. When Rick Dalton's like ready to retire as an actor, Rick Dalton's an actor and Cliff Booth is his stunt double. That's the thing. Um, and Rick Dalton thinks he's about done making movies. So Cliff is about to be out of a job. You know, he's like, whatever. Okay. And, uh, so they have this just 
intense bromance, you know, like they're best fucking friends. And this is like the end of an era. And Kurt Russell says a line where he's like, whenever something like this happens between you and a friend, the best thing to do with someone who is, you know, more than a brother, but less than a wife. It's uh, it's best to get shit face drunk or something like that. But more than a brother and less than a wife was uh, one of my favorite lines ever to describe a friendship. Um, uh, yeah, what's that called? In between there, you know. I have no idea. It's just but, the Rick yeah. Dalton. That's why you had to say it like that. There is yeah. no word for it. It's, out, it's outstanding. It. Uh, huh. but yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood, man. It's uh. It's worth every minute. I know it's another one of those pretty divisive ones. A lot of people don't like it, but mm. I fucking love it, and I can't get enough of it. Um, yeah, I got to get there. That's for sure. That's one that's on the list. Um, what a picture. Mm. Yeah, Al Pacino's in it in a small role where he's like a Man. movie exec. Um, yeah. Yeah, that movie Pour had myself got it all. Cognac. Yeah, no, I, I just I can remember so many single-line deliveries that are so fucking good mm. in it. Um, I sit back and I watch the 14 fists of McCluskey. Oh, what a picture. Uh, it's just the way he says, what a huh. picture. It's like, uh, I love it. I think about it. every time I watch a good movie, I think, oh, what a picture, you know, like, uh, call because... a movie a picture in the first yeah. place. I don't know. Yeah, I love that. That I just love automatically. Yeah. yeah it's it, fucking brilliant. There's like different levels, um, to like calling a movie whatever it's called. If you call it a film, you're already like saying like, all right, this was this is not it's your average rodeo, art, you yeah. know. Yeah, this is film. A picture, it, it feels like the it's not quite a film. You know, you're you, you it, it was wanting to be if I don't know. I feel like a picture is like or maybe it's just an older movie. Yeah, that's my th- I think at you some know? point there are some movies after like 1970 like 1970 on movies are no longer pictures you know what i'm saying yeah uh yeah that's i can go back and be like dr strange love what a picture you know what i'm saying like that sort of yo jimbo what a picture uh you know that that sort of thing but i'm not i'm not going like uh fucking et what a picture you know what i'm saying like uh Mm -hmm. picture stops applying to certain movies you know like uh it feels it feels it, it almost feels reductive small like it's not it's it's intimate it's it's not uh it's not epic but uh oh wow okay okay this one you know what this film that i'm about to talk about i'm done like feeling bad i'm done feeling bad about it i don't care it's technically higher ranked than asteroid city on imdb so take that for what it's worth it's still worth nothing but this one you know i was gonna come in and be like i i love it so much i it's it's just a soundtrack that i listen to an ungodly amount and i was gonna like try to defend why this movie's up so high and then i watched it again yeah and then i watched it again and then it climbed even higher so that's how it is um but but it's right here this is where i have two thousand. 10's Tron Legacy Ooh. by Joseph Kaczynski. Um, Kaczynski. Yeah, what else has he done? Uh, I didn't know Top it was Gun jo- Maverick. Oh, okay. Okay, Oblivion. I haven't seen that. Um, Taco Bell 
web of fries. Holy shit, this dude is deep in it. Um, but no, Tron, whenever I was going into this most recent rewatch, I was like, okay, I'm going to see all the flaws, but I'm just going to love it for the reasons I love it, you know? The visuals, I mean, that's the thing. The visuals in this movie are actually nuts. Other than de-aged, a uh, clue, like, uh, like, I don't know, Jeff Bridges, de-aged, it's 2010, it really the doesn't look the cave. best. Yeah, it, it, does, it doesn't look the best, the de-aging, but like, you're in a Tron world, and it's literally like a creation. It's like an mm. AI version yeah. of Jeff Bridges in the first place. So, like, you can kind of get by with it. But everything else is, like, actually good. Like, there's no real, like, down time in this movie. It's like, you're going. Like, once he gets in Tron, like, Tron world, like, in there, like, oh, my God. I don't know. It's... It is a the music gets me there. I mean the music I I this is like probably one of my it might be my favorite movie soundtrack of all time. Um I praise. I think it is. I I'm pretty sure it is. I mean it is the one that I listen to the most. That's for sure. I listen to this soundtrack an unhealthy amount. Um and then it got me into just Daft Punk in um just in general. I just listen to Daft Punk a lot now. Right. Um, but this movie, like, I don't know, this most recent watch, I'm like, man, it's, this story's actually kind of good. Like, like, there's, I don't know, this father-son kind of, you know, deba- or conflict here, where Sam thinks his father left him all these years ago, and he kind of hates his dad for it. Um, but he still has, like, it's kind of like this Tony Stark and, and Rob, Robert, is that his name? Robert Stark? I don't know why, that doesn't sound right. Tony's dad, whoever Tony's Howard. dad, Howard, Howard, there it is. Yeah, they, they kind of have this, like, dynamic where, like, you know, uh, Jeff Bridges, he was, he, he made Tron, you know, and he was going to change the world, he was awesome, whatever, ahead of his time, and then he disappeared. Um, and then Sam Flynn is the prodigy son, you know, and he's he's not really doing much, but but he's standing for, like, what his dad kind of believed in, like, uh, like free inform, like, he doesn't want all this to be sold, and, like, he's... He's trying to get it out to the world for free and everything mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So he has this kind of like – he has the spirit of his father kind of in there. And then like right. when he actually meets – you know, there, there's so many different things that happen. He meets Clue and he thinks it's his dad. And he's like, oh my god, like I'm having this moment. Like my dad, like he's I can finally talk to him again. It's like you look the exact same from whenever we left, you know, and it's been 20 yeah, right. years, you know, probably. And then – so you get the first moment of when he thinks he's going to have all of his que- questions answered, and then you actually get the real meeting of him and his father. And then, like, I don't know, there's it's, like, that part's good. And then, like, just the actual action and, like, the sci-fi of it, too, I think is awesome. Like, it's just, like, they're in a computer, you know, so it can be anything. Like, and, and like, you have the games where it's, like, just discs thrown and the Tron, like, just is, is a bad, you know, he the Rensler, release the Rensler. Like, I, like, there's so many just cool sci-fi things about this movie, and I, like, I'm I'm done saying that it's like that. I have to defend it. It's a Disney movie. Oh, no, I don't give like I don't care. Tron like, rocks, man. I'm gonna just watch the this movie of it the all. Day I die. Yeah. This... Well, and like Jeff Bridges, you're never gonna hear me say a bad word about Jeff Bridges. Mm. I fucking love that guy. You know, that's uh, that's one of my favorite actors of all time. There's actually a mm-hmm. brilliant. You know, like there's those. I can't remember what publication puts them out but there's like those actor roundtables 
where it's like yeah. a bunch of actors sitting around talking and they're talking about like video games they've gotten really obsessed with. And, you know, like, uh, cause Pedro, Pedro Pascal's there. He's talking about the last of us and Jeff Bridges goes, nobody gets it, which makes it even worse, but no. nobody gets it. And he goes, uh, he goes, I got sucked into a video game once and people are like, Oh yeah. What's that? He goes, Tron. And they're and like, nobody got it, but that yeah, was so like, fucking oh, yeah. funny. Yeah, like, they're like, oh, oh yeah, the original video game adaptation, Pedro Pascal says. And it's like, nah, yeah, but he literally got sucked into the game Tron in the movie. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I guess this is technically a sequel, like yeah. the uh, Tron Legacy. And I watched, I watched the first one and I mean, it's dated. That's for sure. Like, have you ever seen the first one? The original Tron? I haven't seen either of them. Oh, well, the first one, it's like the story's good, but man, the visuals, like it kind of holds it back. Like, I mean, not many times I can actually say that, like, like it, 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 I guess it would have been good for the times, but like, it seems that maybe not even for the times that it would have been good. Like, it's, see. it is polygon world. Like it, like it looks like. I don't know. It's it's not the best. Um but yeah, 1982 Tron. Yeah. yeah, just look up some screen like just any it, if you see them in Tron world, it's like it is it's weird looking. That's for sure. But this this new one, we got computer, we got real computers now. Um and they handle this shit far better. There there are so many like wallpaper moments in this movie um it just shots that are i don't know the use of orange and blue light mm -hmm. as just like a good and evil sort of thing is really cool in this too and like i think the shot of uh whenever they're the light cycles their motorcycles whenever they have them in the little bar they have them like a stick um and it kind of looks like a lightsaber um, and Sam, he's, he's given one. He's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And he's like, he, he holds it like a lightsaber and he's getting ready yeah. to fight like, like a Jedi. And then, and then he sees, you know, they start running off, but then like, there's a shot where they open them up and like the, the bike like builds in midair as they're like running, they jump, Ooh. open it up and it like builds in midair. And then like, they're already on it. It's, oh my God. And they're like, they're literally like belly flopping in midair, but then the bike's below them, so like then they just shoot off like on the bike. Fuck they're already yeah. on top, and it's like it's so fucking cool. Yeah, I've seen and, I've seen a lot of visuals from this movie. Like it's oh. it's one that I'm familiar with. How good the visual effects are, man! Like it's it is a good looking movie. I need to I need to go ahead and watch those movies though. I I really do just because uh you know you 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 clearly love Tron Legacy so dearly, and there's got there's mm -hmm. got to be reason there. So I'll have to I'll have to check it out because. You know, I think the, I don't know. I wonder how many movies you have left that I would have not seen, or if that would probably be the highest I'd one. I'd say this is guess. the last one. Okay. This is yeah. the last one. No, yeah, without a doubt, for sure. Yeah, I think I only have two. I think I only have two that you wow. wouldn't have seen left. Hmm. Um, yeah, this this one, I mean, man. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's it's definitely a me movie. Like you have to like sci-fi to kind of be in like into this. I think. Um, 
love sci-fi, so there's no no problem selling me there. But, yeah, but uh, I mean, that's like the the music. Like, it's not just it's good on its own. Like it, it like I listen to it all the time. It is just that good. But like, it makes the movie like the moments so much better. Like in the right. movie, like it gives like it tell it transports you to that world. I swear. Like you hear this music and you're like, I have to be in this computer. Like I am in this computer right now. Like I'm Daft Punk in my ears while I'm watching some crazy ass light motorcycle race killing i don't even know what to call it um and then like javelin fight not even javelin it's like i don't i don't, I don't even want to spoil i don't know i don't want to like spoil it <laughs> um it's not really i don't know but like it's it is just it's so cool um and, and to hear to hear that they're thinking of making another one and Jared fucking Leto being the lead. What is that? What Jared is Leto going- being the lead and also not bringing Joseph Kaczynski back to direct, um, what, who's like, coming what's... fresh off of Top Gun Maverick, which was a pretty what? universal hit. What? Like, what are they thinking? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand after more. So after Morbius, they're like, we need this guy. I don't we... get. Need Jared this. Leto, he's the most confounding person to continue getting jobs. Like, uh, I, I get that he's done a couple good roles, mm-hmm. but my God, is the last ten or so—I mean, eight, seven years of his career—just been shitter after shitter? And I mean, like, yeah. he was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which is good, but he was the worst part of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's uh, yeah. I, as I, a I Tron fan, it. this it you know I'm gonna watch it if it comes out. It's slated for like twenty twenty five, and that's probably even pre strike. So yeah. like, it's probably even even pushed back even further. Man, I I hope this strike just you know maybe just gets them to rethink it, and they're like, you know what, maybe we should go. With uh, Joseph Krasinski, 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 and maybe we should go with him. And maybe I don't know who. Yeah, Garrett Headland, Headland, Headlund, Headland, who played Sam Flynn. Let's see, Let's see if he's in anything else that I know. I don't know. Uh, he's known for Mudbound, Four Brothers, and On the Road. Seeming like Four a brothers. quite the Western um, actor. Uh, is what it seems. He does not play a Western boy in this whatsoever. <laughs> uh, I guess he likes his bike. He's he's a he's just a a like his motorcycle. He likes his motorcycle. He likes his chopper. It's the most Western thing about him, I guess. Um, but huh? No, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know about the Jared Leto thing. Um, I'm just glad they're making another one though. I hope they get Daft Punk back though. That'd be sick if we get another Daft Punk album. Um, yeah. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe let someone else try. Actually, could be yeah, cool. Give it, an, give it another run. Someone it seems like, like they're giving Ludwig. giving other people a run in every other regard. Don't know why they do it with Daft. <laughs> don't know why they bring Daft Punk. Fuck back. it. Let's just grab someone off the street to make the the music for this one. Actually, yeah. fuck it. We give don't me, care. They give don't me care. a Ludwig. Give me a Ludwig Tron score. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's that was the first thought that hit my mind. I'm like, oh, Daft Daft Punk Part Two, and then I'm like, wait a minute. I want to see. I want to see some current, some current game. Try that and see. Yeah. You know, dive into the. I don't know to see if anyone can do it like them. Oh, I mean, that like soundtrack, you... dude. Oh my god! It, there, there's a song where Jeff Bridges is literally talking, 
And like it's oh, in the movie too. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like the grid. Try to picture clusters like he's literally monologuing like before Fuck the song yeah. starts. But like it I swear like it gives me goosebumps almost every time I listen to it. Like like I have to listen to that monologue. I cannot yeah. skip it. Like it, it like I don't know. It's crazy. It's the only time that there's words in the entire album and it's just Jeff Bridges being like in one day I got in. And then it just goes crazy, you know, and it's awesome. Well, and it's like yeah. it's just it's just a goosebump moment. And I, I don't know. I love I love this movie to death. I will watch it until the day I die. Um and yeah, I don't know. I this is uh I don't know. It's it's kind of the uh Ready Player One um before it kind of came out. Kind of like the this this tech genius that's about to change the world. Um mm. but then he just got sucked into his own world instead of died and left an easter egg i guess right um, right but i feel like that's something jeff bridges might have done um he's he is a really chill dude though um he literally dude, he, like he's like he's dope. you're messing with my zen man that's literally a line in the movie like in the movies like oh no you're messing with my whole flow thing something like that like he's like you're messing with my vibe is is the the vibe of the line um yeah he's he's awesome in this movie um but yeah i don't know, can't recommend oh, this one enough it's not a kids movie, not just a Disney movie. This is a film. This is a film. This is. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know if I can actually go that far and say like. Actually say it's <laughs> hey, good. no, no. Stand it, by it. It's good. It is very good. good. It is not bad. I can very confidently say that. All right. All right. Yeah, I'll push. I'll push forward with my sixteen, which is a film. Uh, to be sure. Um, this is my fourth Wes Anderson, top four Wes Anderson, um, mm -hmm. which okay. makes it the eighth Wes Anderson. I will have said, yeah. So top four. This is where I have twenty fourteen's The Grand Budapest Hotel, uh -huh. directed by Wes Anderson. My guess was Moonrise here, as was mm. my guess for you. But okay, mm. okay. And, uh, I, lo I love I love Grand Budapest, man. Uh, I mm. think that it's uh, it's such a good movie, and we're we're at, we're like I said, we're at that point now where it's hard to put anything above or below anything else. And sixteen, uh, very true. Yeah. It, but it has been hovering around here the entire time, even through all the moves I've made. It's always been fourteen through sixteen. It's never dropped below that. It's never gone higher than that. It's just. This is where it is in my gut. Um, mm. I love Ray Fiennes in it. I love uh, Tony Revolori and F. Murray Abraham in it. There's uh, there's so much to enjoy about this film. I'm a sucker for Saoirse Ronan. I think she's incredible in this movie and in every movie she's in. Um, you know, I uh, Adrian Brody is really good in it. Willem Dafoe is really good in it. There's just so mm. much to enjoy about this movie. I think that it, when it comes to the filmmaking itself, this is pro this has, this is probably Wes's best, dude, you know, hard to argue against pretty, it. It uh, is a pretty movie. Yeah. Dude, gorgeous, gorgeous film. Uh, I love Grand Budapest, man. And, uh, I think that what they managed to do with it, uh, I'll be astonished if, Wes, like, cause I, I look at all, it's like I said, it's my fourth favorite. I don't think, I don't think he has a better film than this. Um, and I'll mm. be astonished if he ever does. 
you know, and if he does, fuck yeah. I'll be shocked if he does that though. Um, there's just, just something about it theme. that's so damn oh good. Oh my god. Ooh. Just bum, ba, dum, ba, that dum, score ba, by dum. Alexander Desplat, man. He is so fucking good oh. on those scores for West movies. Um, does he do them all? Uh, I can't remember when he started. I know he did the, and he never does a ton. You know, Grand okay. Budapest and French Dispatch oh, might be the he most did Little present. Women? Yes, he oh. also did Little Women. Um, Harry Potter? Did Moonrise, okay. did Asteroid City, did French okay. Dispatch, did Grand Budapest. Um, he's done, I think he's done everything 2010s and on for uh, for oh. Wes, but uh, not sure about anything earlier. Um, this, oh. Grand Budapest um, will not be in this episode. Mm. It will be next episode. Um I don't know if that was surprising or not. Um, um there it, it depends. It depends on if you have one or two Wes Andersons in your top ten. Um, um But regardless. It's been let... it it's been both. It's been two and one in my okay, top ten. I see. Um That's what I thought. So... We were having a conversation last week and mm-hmm. I was like I was shocked to learn the opposite of what I'd thought. Yeah. Um, but, it has yeah. been too, but this one is comfortably gotcha. next. Comfortably, episode. okay. Yeah, that this one has not moved. I will say that's it's it's also not the one I would have guessed was comfortably in the next episode for you. Mm-hmm. I I would I would have thought yeah. it was the other. One. But uh, okay. Regardless, I do I do love this movie dearly. Um, mm. There's just a few Wes Anderson movies that I feel like the one of my favorite thing about things about Wes Anderson is that all his movies appeal to people in different ways. I feel like this one was made to appeal to a lot of people. And my top two Wes Anderson films, like I feel like I have a special relationship to those two movies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that that's the, that's, that's the reason why they tend to rise for me is that I feel like they resonate with me in a specific way. Whereas grand Budapest, I don't see how it can't resonate with you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just kind of like true. every yeah. like once you get to that gut punch of an ending, uh, where the hotel I keep for her, you know, like my fucking god, man, oh my fucking god, man, no, that shit, that shit wrecks me. It's uh the the ending, it's a gut punch that I I love experiencing, and I might even experience it tonight. Might watch it again, uh, just cause it's one of uh, those. It's one of those that you just p- put on, like it, it's, and once you start. Man, I've I've tried to make it like a background movie. Any West movie does it to me, though. I'm like, yeah, I'll put on this movie for. I'm gonna do something, clean my room. I don't know. I'm just get, but put this on in the background. I'm seated. Like I, it's it, it's so quick. How how I, I just everything's done. It is West time. The job and, of a lobby boy. Yeah, that that yeah. The, just the whole thing is so fucking good, man. Uh, boy Experience with apple zero. Yeah, time. like <laughs> oh oh man, that's. I would have loved, like, I love how it's just this random painting. Like, I don't know, like, it would have been, like, funny if it was, like, the real Mona Lisa. I don't know, like, a, a known right. painting. It's just, boy, with that. Like, it didn't even look that, like, val. Like, it just looked like a, ra- I don't know, like a. It looks like a painting, not, yeah. It, it, just... it wasn't bad. No, it's a like, good painting. Yeah. But, like, uh, and that's why I think that the whole thing, I think it works that way. Because it's just, uh, 
all of it's not real. You know, the country they're in is mm. not even real. You know, the Nazis aren't Nazis. There's something true. else, you know, like That's it's just, true. uh, it yeah. kind of, it kind of creates this facade that the, the movie's putting mm. forth of this like fantastical setting. But, uh, man, it's, uh, it works, man. And it, it, it works really well for me. And so again, and this is again something that we'll say with every West movie doesn't work for everybody. But uh, it works for me, and uh, I, I enjoy I feel, it a yeah. great deal. I feel like this one is the most universal. Yeah, Maybe it's fantastic. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel. I I wonder if the stop motion throws anyone off. Like, if right. if there are some people that are like, I can't take this seriously. Like, right. And I'd say there are some people out there that are like that. Oh yeah, the, any movie you say, well, there will be people out there who will but, not like it. It's just a fact. Uh, but uh, no, nah, Grand Budapest, man, it's just it's just so damn good, and uh, I, I love watching it. But there's a lot of there's a few movies above it that when I watch them, I just uh, it 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 whisks me away. I I'm hmm. and this is one of them. But there's there's a jump from my 17 to my 16. Mm-hmm. there's an elevation there and then 16 and up is like there it's a, there's a gap but these okay. top 16 are my top 16 you know what i'm saying okay okay oh yeah well we will we will eventually get back to budapest we'll we will revisit the hotel but not this week beautiful we'll be beautiful. staying for another week um and Let's see, where are we at? 15, yes. Okay. Comic book movie time. Mm-hmm. I do have five left. Okay. I had Endgame, and then these are like my top five comic book movies. Um, yeah. Yeah, they just are. They just simply, okay, yeah. But this one is a little bit lower than the rest, but it might be, I think it, it is. It is actually, yeah. This is my favorite MCU movie. Uh, this is my top MCU movie that I have, mm. actually. Um, and it's it's Guardians of the Galaxy, um, 2014, James Gunn. Um, and I chose the first one. Um, one, like, it's it's so weird, the love I've had with this trilogy. Because I watched one, and it was unlike any other kind of Marvel movie there was at the time. The soundtrack I instantly loved. I love the 70s, 80s, 90s music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that like I just, that was oh my god. Like yeah, that, that soundtrack was so good. Um and like so I, I instantly fell in love with Guardians. Um oh, yeah, man. and I think that it's it's probably it's a, a largely due to like just James Gunn knows how to to write just make you care about characters that you didn't give a shit about before. These are an entirely new family into the MCU. Like I cared about Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, for I like that. That's all I gave a shit about mm. when it came to to Marvel, Spider Man. You know, um, but he wasn't there yet. And and when this came out, I'm like, oh shit! Like I'm I'm now just a Marvel fan. Like I it, this like it kind of made me like bright like widen. Yeah, those like, horizons they expand, man. Um, but at one point, I think I would have said that the second movie would have been my favorite. I think um, I would have at one point too. Um, yeah, and like Ego's story is really cool, and like they already are like the family, and like it's you know everything's there. They can just get going from the jump. 
Um, I don't know. There's something Go time, about the holes of it all. Yeah, like there's some in in Yadu's funeral is real. Ooh. Like that's that's so fucking good. Like there's that one like, fucking two, destroys me. Two is amazing. It's like, not it's, time to make it's a so change. Good. Oh, take it slowly. You're still young. That's your fault. Who says like is it Rocket that's like oh they came you know or yeah. like oh my god like they, they came, came. Like, even though he stole batteries <gasps> he didn't need uh, god damn it rewatching like, the trilogy post three mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had a chance to yet Ooh. I just rewatched it up to three I watched one two and then three but I haven't it, I haven't rewatched I haven't it got all I don't think I've gotten a chance to watch it after but it will hit post. different with Rocket specifically um. <laughs> Damn, dude, this is this is crazy. Like, what a, I don't know. It, it, this is like, I put it in here. It is my my top MCU. It's my MCU representative, I guess. I did have Endgame, um, at fifty, um, but then this is the next one. Quite the jump up here, and yeah, it's just a uh, Spider Verse. It has to fuck up pretty hard. For it not to be the best comic book trilogy, but this is like this is right now it is number one. Like mm. I don't think there's really any debate. Um, I'm I'm with you, man. I think this is the best comic book trilogy of all time right now. Comic book movie trilogy of all time right now. Um, and Spider Verse does have to fumble the third movie in order to not work um, as mm-hmm. the top, the greatest. The th- Guardians, all of them can stand on their own. Is the thing like each movie does not need the other? Um, you can watch just any one of them and have a good time, right? Um, and I'm not not to say that Across the Spider Verse isn't like that. Like I'm I'm not like I I do enjoy that movie very thoroughly. It will depend on the third one, though. Yeah, yeah. But right as of right now, Guardians is definitely for like me. It is my favorite trilogy. I say once. The third Spider Verse movie drops that will change. I'm assuming. Um, I would have to guess. I would have to guess. I'm probably in the same boat because um, mm-hmm. I had Guardians back in the 30s. Yeah, 36. Yeah, yeah. We both both chose the first one, and that's. I think that's just the dance battle to save the universe, dude. Mm. You know, like. I love how he just made the power stone. Like he's like, "All right, fuck it. Let's let's involve the infinity stones in the MCU now." Um I have to come up with all this anthology, like all y'all yeah, look, I'll look through the comics whatever y'all, you know, like he just did, like he just like kind of introduced all of this into the MCU and that's yeah. that's crazy. Um and he enveloped it so perfectly. Like we saw a whole ass like I don't know if it was a celestial. celestial. It was a yeah, celestial. Yeah, just destroying planets with the power stone like we saw like i don't know it's kind of nuts no this uh, changed the trajectory of the mcu i think every mcu movie after it is trying its best to be guardians and uh, it's failing miserably um yeah like they get the the like comedy i feel like they're they're trying to replicate like the comedy of of guardians but they don't have like the the emotional resonance that mm -hmm. guardians has like there's it's it's not the same there. And, like, I feel like James Gunn just has, like, the perfect balance of, like, comedy, emotion, and then camp. Like, he just, 
he finds the perfect balance between. I think that like, uh, that's why I have complete trust in his Superman movie and his DC movies just, or his DC universe is because I don't think we've had a director or writer who so perfectly gets the medium of comic Mm. book and Mm. how to translate that into movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, it's it's outstanding. I think that he gets it more than anyone ever has. Besides, I mean, like maybe Raimi, but I th- I think Gunn, uh, his trilogy is better than Raimi's. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Like, I think uh, Raimi does better on like the the horror, like kind of ring, like kind of having twists of that and like making it. Um, I'll grant Raimi this. He had better villains. Yeah, in that's Town. true. Um, that's true. Gun just he, he better feel good, better mm-hmm. emotional resonance, better like uh I don't know just how I'm coming out of the movie. Um, yeah. I guess I don't know. I, I do come out of the Raimi ones feeling quite good though, like feeling like ah, evil was was beaten, mm-hmm. and you know we're we're feeling good. We're like, always left in a place like the only one that ends in like a happy place is Spider Man Two. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, one we got Uncle Ben gone, and then we got. Green, you know, and then Harry, like, you know, and MJ being like, MJ, MJ like, and him going their separate ways yeah. because he has mm-hmm. to be Spider Man like, and ah, stuff. And, yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, true. And then three, yeah, three is three. Um, good though. No, no, fun, fun. Uh, but, like, I, I love, I love Guardians, man. Um, but yeah, speaking to how, uh, Spider Verse is gonna have to fumble pretty hard. Um, in order to uh, not be the greatest trilogy mm-hmm. of all time, my fifteen is uh-huh. into the Spider Verse um, from 2018, directed by Rodney Rotham and Peter Ramsey. Mm. Um, I love Into the Spider Verse. It was in my top ten, and I uh, it's it's probably the one in my top fifteen that I have not watched the most recently. So, like. Mm-hmm. You can kind of, you could probably kind of just owe it to that, that I haven't watched it in the longest time besides, uh, one later. Um, like, it's just, uh, it's so fucking good, man. I think that it is the best origin film in comic book movies ever. I think I have little to no doubt in that. I think I have no doubt in my mind that it's the best Spider-Man movie ever, uh, I think Miles Morales is a brilliant protagonist. I think Shamik Moore performs him extremely well. I love the way that they fold in all these different Peter Parkers and all, and Gwen Stacy and stuff and kind of do it seamlessly. Um, mm. the, uh, the end of that movie is so emotionally resonant that it, it, it just hits hard as fuck every single time. Every single time. Um, it's incredible. It's like... Yeah. I, I have... It'll be this episode, mm. um, but I, I've been having this debate back and forth, Const- like this, and it's this episode, so it's it's it is finalized after this. Um, right, the debate will be no longer. Um, but I go back and forth on this one and and Spider Man one. Like, I, I go back and forth on like which one is like a better origin like kind of movie, and like I feel like this one just has a lot more going like going on like. Um, than Toby's, like, just origin movie, it's just, it's just Toby, you know, uh, just on his own, uh, for, for him, and the, but Miles, like, has, has the whole, 
there is a Peter Parker already, and then multi like there's there's a lot going on, and mm-hmm. I don't think without a doubt like that Spider Verse is better better made um, than like Raimi's Spider Man, like the first Spider Man. Um, but I've just been I don't know I'm I'm struggling to like which one I actually hold higher, just for my own personal like enjoyment. Mm. Um, so that it has, yeah. it will be this episode though, um, that, that I, I will talk about, um, this yeah, movie man. as well. Um, I love it. I love Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker. I think he's incredible. I love Mahershala <laughs> Ali as the Prowler. The, like, there's just so many moments in it that evoke so much emotion. Like whenever he wow. removes his mask in front wow. of the Prowler and Prowler's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to die before I kill you. Like that's a and that's a guarantee, you know. I got I love that moment. Um, oh, the music is so good. The, oh, and this one Pem- too. Daniel Pemberton just fucking destroys the score on these movies, man. So fucking good. Um, I love that. Uh, you know, whenever he is sending Peter back to his reality, and he's like holding him there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "How do I? How do I know?" And he's like, "It's a leap of faith." Maybe he, like good, drops him. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, ah, oh, fuck, good, man. Kid. I love it, dude. Man. Uh, oh. I love it. No, it's a, it's a great fucking movie. And like I said, it's the one I haven't rewatched the most recently compared to the rest of these. If I had, probably would have found its way back into the top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would I probably be my it. top comic book movie if I'd rewatched it most recently. Um, I did. I did rewatch it before. Um, across the Spider Verse. Whenever that came out digitally, so it's not too long ago. Um, would have been last month. Did it come out digitally, or was it? I think it was yeah, a couple months ago. Was it August or was it? Um, maybe it was June or oh, dude, know, it could it have been July. I don't know. It was know. May that it came out digitally. Yeah. No. No. Dude, it's been four fucking months. That's crazy. Wait a minute. Hold yeah, it released digitally phone. in May. Um, when did it come out? Just this year in theaters, March. Wow. Okay. Wow. That that just kind of no, broke my brain April. a little bit. April. Okay. I guess that makes a little more sense. May. Holy shit. No, give me uh, a sec. I I think that's wrong. That like that broke it. my brain. It was August. It was August. Okay. Um, I was like, my internal clock was so off. It was right August, and across across the Spider Verse came out in June, or maybe even maybe even May. I think it might have been May, but uh, okay, well, yeah, I can't remember. Regardless, um, yeah. no, yeah, sorry, I beefed that hard. I was going based off when I watched Into the Spider Verse. It turns out I never watched those movies back to back. I just kind of hmm. watched it, and then months hmm. later watched Across the Spider Verse. Um, uh, it's this one, man. It's I just got my brother to watch Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman for the first time. He hasn't seen either of the Spider Verse movies, um, and that's that's what I'm hoping to introduce him to next. Um, is is this one to see how he'll like it? Um, but yeah, this it's a special movie. I mean, it's I am glad. Like it, it's so, and Spider Man's in this weird spot. You know, I'm glad that like we can have non MCU uh, Spider Man movies because, man, if 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 Disney had the rights like to Spider Man, like, we would not be getting this. Would not have gotten this at all, and like this whole trilogy. So like, that is really nice. 
Um, I don't know. It makes me think of like what all the other hero movies we could get. Um, if like it just simply wasn't owned by Warner Brothers or Disney. Yep. Um, but I don't know. That's a conversation, I guess, for another day. And we'll get, we'll get back to this movie, I guess, um, in this episode. Absolutely. Um, so. Absolutely. But yeah, that was that. That was my fifteen. We got a couple comic book movies at the fifteen spots there. We do indeed. Taking a little break from the comic books, uh, going on to mu- a musical here. Um, my favorite musical. Um, and I th- have you already said. I have I not. I don't think. Yeah, I have no. not, um, and I will at my 14. We did it? We did it. Is this Tick, Tick, Boom? It is Tick, Tick, Boom, baby. Dude, we did it. I was wondering if it was going to happen, and I'm very, very glad that we did it at least once. And this movie's kind of sick for it to happen on, too. I don't know. That's that's kind of cool. I like it. Um. Wow. Okay. Tick, tick, boom was the movie that it happened on. Um, and I was just uh, I was just rewatching a little bit of this this morning. I just mm. kind of put it on. I didn't watch the whole thing. I was yeah. I only got through like probably an hour. Or so. I fucking love tick, tick, boom, man. I. Let's see. The, I've the watched whole this soundtrack. movie. Oh. Let's see how many times I've watched this movie. <laughs> I've watched this movie five, five times. I've cried five times. Um, yeah. like that's a no, it's a guarantee. Uh, it's, it's a wholehearted it's, guarantee. It's a guarantee. There's no shot you're going through this movie just being unfazed. Um, <laughs> and I remember like. The first time I watched it was for the 52 year project, and I'm like. Was La La Land, La La Land's after? It was before. Before, yeah, because that, that feels right. Yeah, because um, Tick, Tick, Boom's 2021. La La Land's like, 2016. That's right, because La La Land, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I am not. I have not watched any musicals, like, ever in my life. And then I'm like, how could they can be this good? Um, And then Tick, Tick, Boom came, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, like... <laughs> This genre indeed goes hard. Like this is, does, uh, man. This is a very genre of, of movies. Um, Andrew but... Garfield is so fucking good in Tick Tick Boom. I mean, probably he might be. Like I was trying to think of like who my my favorite actor is. Like he he's in that conversation. Oh, one hundred percent. This is one of my favorite performances ever. Period. I mm-hmm. think that like what Andrew Garfield does with uh the with his Jonathan Larson mm. is so fucking brilliant at like every single turn. He is so goddamn good in this movie. Um, and he's supported by a brilliant cast with Alexander Ship, mm-hmm. um, a writer Barbie. Actually, she's one of the Barbies in the Barbie movie. Let's go. Uh, yeah, um, Robin de Jesus, like so fucking good in this movie. There's just a, there's so much to enjoy. I, I love Vanessa Hudgens during the. There's the the therapy number, where it's Banjo. cutting between mm-hmm. her uh, their performance of. I feel bad mm-hmm. that 
you feel bad. It's cutting back and forth between that and an actual fight between him and Alexander mm-hmm. Ship. And like Vanessa Hudgens' performance during that moment is so fucking good. Uh, mm. she is unhinged and it's brilliant. Um, no, this was a very recent rewatch. Another one where, mm. uh, Emily was just kind of sitting beside me and I'm over here just, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's man. I was, I was looking through the album and I was going to try to decide what my favorite song is from this. And it's, t- it's tough. I, I kind of go back and forth. I feel speak like 3090. Is good. Like it's it's thirty nineties good. Can't go wrong there. Freaking, uh, boho days is like that's just a vibe. Like I can, I don't know. And the I, the the like uh, jock dude who was in the party. That know? was awesome. Yeah. Freaking amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Sunday. Sunday is pretty good. That's my like favorite Sunday. number in the movie that's, as far as like the production and like. Yeah, it's it. like his imagination. Uh, yeah. he's, like, he's like he's like completely controlling the production. It's like yeah, yeah that that's a really cool scene. Uh, it's super cool. Um, come to your senses. I mean, come on. <sighs> I'd say the 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 biggest banger on the album is the green green dress bonus track. Yeah, with um, Andrew Garfield singing it. Oh, dude, it just it just about goes hard. A strap, a green oh. green dress. Yeah, Andrew Garfield and Alexander. Yeah, that whole thing fucking yeah. I think my favorite song to return to is Louder Than Words though. Um oh, yeah. yeah. It's everything. Why yeah, do we play with fire. Ooh. They speak louder. Yeah, man. Yeah, this but, this is such a good movie. Like, I, I had no know. idea Andrew Garfield had the had the voice yep. on him like that, bro. He's just made me talent. even more attracted to him. Spider Man, Jonathan Larson, Hacksaw Ridge, a freaking golden soldier boy. The guy who um, got forced out of Facebook. Yup. Who sh- should get? I think he he got screwed out of a lot of money. Ton of money. Ton of money. Yeah, he's got a filmography on him, man. I can't wait for whatever else he's got in store for us. Mm-hmm. I uh I love Tick Tick Boom. You know, I <laughs> this is one that this is my Tron legacy mm-hmm. where I kept like when it comes to this top sixteen, mm-hmm. I think you could make the argument that this is I mean, with ease, the worst movie. Out of out of all of them, like critically, mm. but yeah. I do not give a fuck, man. Mm. I I love this movie. Uh, I think that uh, as a first time director, Lin Manuel Miranda did surprisingly well. I think Andrew Garfield. This is one of my favorite performances ever of his. I still think he was robbed of an Oscar um, by Will Smith and King Richard. Um, it was okay. No, it, wow, that's who beat him though. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That kind of sucks. He's like the yeah. villain of the movie, kind of too. Yeah. Um, Still the lead. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. That that yeah. sucks to to know now. Yeah. Um, no, Andrew Garfield. I think yeah. I thought he. I thought this was the one. I thought he was gonna get it. I remember watching it for the first time and going, "That man's gonna win a fucking Oscar." Um. Like. Uh, Damn. It was yeah. so fucking good, dude. He is brilliant in that role. Um. Nah, man, I, 
I love Tick Tick Boom. It's uh, it's not my highest musical. I do have one above mm-hmm. it. I figured uh, but as much. I do, uh, I do love, love, love this movie. I do um, figure as much. But man, it took us all the way to fourteen. Uh, but we did it. We long. lined up. We, we Who knows did if it it'll a couple even... times. Yeah, we uh, get, we won away on Barbie Darjeeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally happened. I knew too. Yeah, whenever, whenever away. you told me there's a gap between mm-hmm. the comic book movies to come and Guardians, I was like, we did it. This is. It kind of fills that gap perfectly. Yeah, it does. Like, it. I don't know. I and yeah, I do. I do have some more, some more comic books, I guess. And like, it, it does feel weird to put this below a comic book movie, though. Um, I think it's fair. I think that yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I. That's just that's just the movies I like. I mean, that's just that's just like these are my not, favorite movies. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously, comic book movies are going to be up there because yeah, I'm a comic I had this book in my thirties previously. Yeah. I had this in my thirties previously because I was like, mm. can I, can I tell you that I like this? Like in my head, I was going, can I tell you this is better than the Shawshank Redemption? Can I tell you it's better <laughs> than Jurassic Park? Can I tell you yeah. it's better than the Godfather yeah. or Wolf of Wall Street? No, I can't, but I sure as shit like watching it more. I do. I love a musical. I love Andrew Garfield. Um, I'm even, I, I even love Lin Manuel Miranda. And even if he is the cheesiest, corniest motherfucker alive, um, he's done a lot of great stuff that I enjoy a whole lot. Hamilton also corny, mm-hmm. cheesy as all hell to love, mm-hmm. but I love it. I love Hamilton and I love that Lin-Man well, Miranda has delivered me Hamilton and Tick, Tick, Boom. And I will, uh, I'll take that 10 times out of 10. Uh, mm-hmm. love this movie. So, uh, this is my highest movie by a first time director as Lin-Man well, Miranda had not previously directed a film prior to this. Wow. Uh, I don't know if I knew that. Maybe I did, but I forgot it. Um, that's really impressive. This was his first time directed. Um, he also plays the uh, plays the chef in the Moon Dance Diner, um, who's cooking stuff for them. Uh, he's not in the movie, like, but for one hmm. second, it's a little cameo. He also like during that Sunday number. There's also two of the actresses from Hamilton who are, like, uh, sitting at the end of the bar, who are like, can you spike this coffee? We're trying to get our drink on. You know, like, that whole thing. They're uh-huh. in Hamilton. There are a couple of the leads in uh-huh. that. There's a bunch of, like, cool. theater legends in the Sunday number, which makes Jonathan Larson's, like, imagination of it a little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder how fourth wall breaky that is. Like, this is what he would, like, in an uh-huh. ideal world. This is, I don't know, man. But I, I love it, man. I love Tick, Tick, Boom. It's a, uh, mm-hmm. it's a great fucking movie. Yeah. I don't know. I'm... I'll probably finish the watch. I, 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 it felt weird to stop the movie and not get the end. Mm. Um, That's what happened with my 13. And we will get there in a second. Mm. I watched, I watched the first half last night and I did not, it's one of those ones that just has momentum. You can't stop it, but I was so fucking tired and I had to stop it. And I, and I, I, I picked it up this morning. So I was like, we will record, but I need to finish the last hour of this movie. I'm not stopping it in the Mm. fucking middle. Uh, But yeah, what's, uh, what's your 13 then? All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the one that has been in my top 10 and out. Mm. It's been it's been going up and going down. And then I found this I lined up four comic book movies right in a row. 
and it felt really good. Like it, it's it's the I don't know, very bottom of my top ten, but very top of this. And like it, like though it, I don't know, I can't really put any of these. They're all just my favorite comic book movies. Like I, right. I, I, I really can't put one above the other, but I did when I really thought about it. And this movie, I'm like, I love it so much, but I don't think I have the same love for these comic book movies that I do have for this one. Um, but it's right there. It is right there. This is Wes Anderson's fantastic Mr. Fox from 2009 here for me. Mm. If you... That had a that looked like a very confused look. I uh, because I thought you were talking like it's not a comic book movie. That was my only thing. Oh no, I'm just it. It was I have four comic book movies above this. Oh, I thought it was your fourth comic book movie. I thought oh, that's what we were sorry. talking about. No, you're all good. Sorry, you are no, all good. Yeah, I have four above this, and gotcha. it was in the middle of them gotcha. at one point, and like, and it wasn't like whatever. And I'm like, I don't like I. I didn't know it like, and it just didn't have the love for the comic mm. book movies that I hey, that I I can't I knock have. you there. I can't knock you there. I uh, no, I get you now. I'm all caught up. I thought I thought ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen were your comic book movies, not nine, no. ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, I see now. Is, I'm all yeah. I'm all caught up. Sorry, mm-hmm. had to had to work through that. But yeah, thirteen, fantastic, Mister Fox. All right, yeah, yeah, and this is it. I think when I started my list, I think it might have been my my top West movie um, that I had um, initially, and and then there's still I only have one West left now, um, and it is in my top ten. That one that one did not leave, um, but this one, I think, I don't know what it. Like, it is, it's so easy to watch, is the thing. Like, I mean, it's, like, the easiest watch there is. And it's so visually pleasing to the eye. I feel like I notice something new every time I watch it visually that I didn't notice before. Mm. Um, and it's so, like, it's so simple. The story, like, it, it's just so simple and fun. Like, it's, like, the, I don't know, and George Clooney being the, the heist master of it just makes it even better. Right, um, right. And it, like it's we it's the silly him. yeah just like this silly heist. It's not a bank. It's not like an art museum. It's not. It's just food and animals. It's food. They're trying and, to yeah, live. Like, yeah. No, it's it's it, it. That's all it is. And like it's just animals living in in a tree or in their cave or in their wherever you know in a dirt hole you know or whatever. And it's like um I don't know. I I love just all the the weird moments too. Like when he sees the wolf. Um, lupus, lupus, or I don't know what yeah, I don't know lupus, the, lupus. the Greek, yeah, of it. Um, and I, yeah, I uh, this is it is probably the easiest West movie to watch, in my opinion. Like it's it is a it, it is probably the comfort movie of Wes yeah. Anderson for me. Yeah. Um, I'd say either that or Moonrise would be the most comfortable. Yeah, like Fantastic movies. Mr. Fox, it just has this other level of that sort of comfortability, man. Like, it's just so, it, it, it especially now that we're in, like, the fall, man. Like, uh, it's just, yeah. it, it fits the vibe. Ooh, I want to watch this, I wanna watch this every day. That's man, you know? true. Ooh, I didn't think about that. This is, this is just going to keep getting better and better as the mm-hmm. year goes on. Um, but this is My Kratos another... Pennsylvanicus. 
Did he I love, do? I love the. We were talking about the guy who did the scores. I want. I don't know if this. Alexander Desplat. Um. Yeah, he did. He did do this one. Okay. Uh, at least the. He did some. Some of them. Yeah, that's the thing is he never does the entire score, mm-hmm. or rarely he does. He usually just does a few songs, the theme, a few of the like main vibe sort of things. Um, uh, just like the banjo, it's just like yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know his the themes are always just so playful and so like mm-hmm. light and fun, like it in it. You just you know the movie like just by hearing it. It's kind of like a John Williams um sort of thing. I wouldn't say to the same degree, but like almost. Like I don't know. I, I hear Yeah, like, if you love little, West movies, you you, yeah. you know the difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you hear the little jingle and you're like, Ah, oh, I know that movie. Like it just instantly. Yeah, Fantastic um, Mr. Fox was the first one he did for mm. Wes Anderson. Oh, and he worked on theme. Yes. Oh. Dun, dun. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, he's worked on every single one mm-hmm. since. Yep, worked on every single one since. So he's uh, he's been busy. Alexander's just plot for Wes Anderson. But uh, mm-hmm. no, I man, love, I love Fantastic I Mr. Fox. I uh, only had it at twenty five, so not super far removed, but uh, mm-hmm. certainly removed to a degree. Um, that's a special one, man. You'll never uh, all Black West movies. Melted gold. This one. It's my job. Is <laughs> snap. You know he did yeah. the snap. The loud ass crack, like the crack of that yeah. snap. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, man. What a character that was. That was awesome. Um, and yeah, man. it's it's just it, it's very. What, about that, what me? is I it like fight. an hour? Hour thirty, hour forty, maybe. Hour and thirty. I think hour it's an hour twenty-seven. Yeah. Like wow. It's, it's Look at that. It's a um, super easy viewing, which is why it's uh, it's amongst my most watched this year. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've watched it six times this year, um, mm-hmm. which is the second most behind Asteroid City. Um, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Very easy to watch. Super digestible here. Maybe this is the most universal. West movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, Fantastic Mr. Fox, I think it's the... I think it's... You you said it, like, the stop motion might be the only thing that Mm -hmm. prevents someone from getting into it. But beyond that, like, the story mechanics itself, like, it it just works. Whenever he kneels down next to Ash and he's like, uh, just want to let you know, like, it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. It's mine. I love you, dude. Like, ah, man, that shit gets me. Um... I can fit uh, to these bars. Uh, Do you want to know why? Because I'm little. <laughs> because I'm little. Yeah, like the little pause. God. Yeah. Oh, man. That, yeah, this. Uh, I, there's so many good lines, like in this. I'm the, little. Like the, uh, I'm, I'm a little. Like, it's like he builds up with the L there. It's fucking <laughs> incredible. Jason Schwartzman does a really good job in that role as Ash. Um, now Meryl Streep contact. Oh. She, I, I love, I love that line delivery. Um, uh, yeah, holding it down with like the that beautiful ass painting during the war. Oh, like yeah. during the war scene, freaking painting the everything that's going on. That was sick. I don't know the just the Bad like ass. the war, the battle. Like everyone had their roles and like it was going so well. And I don't know, it was it was really cool. It has that revolutionary, you know, like kick to it a little bit. You know, there was. Little revolution going on. Um, Badger, what can you do? 
Demolitions expert. <laughs> huh? Since when? Yeah, like wh- like everything else was like fire, rooted. explosions, yeah. blowing things up. That yeah. <laughs> everything else was rooted in like nature or like yeah. yeah, like something that made sense for their character. And then it's like yeah, demolitions expert. Wait, what? Ex- All right, well, good. We'll go with it. We need that. Sure. Um, and then it just ended up being lighting acorns on fire and tossing you them out at strategic. <laughs> Cussing with me? I'm you cussing, cussing with me? Yeah, I'm cussing. I'm cussing with you. Or, uh, <laughs> 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 dude, I love. Uh, I love whenever she sets the plate of food in front of Foxy at the beginning of the movie. And <laughs> I think about it every time I eat. You know, like, uh, <laughs> like I, I, I want I to. I want Man. to do that so bad. I yeah. can't. I. I won't. I refuse. Um, like, but I wish I could. He ate like half of that waffle within five seconds and then the other half was just all over the table like was just everywhere um he did not i don't know i I felt like a lot of that waffle was still left on the table um afterwards but yeah this is i don't know was uh the stop motion of it i think i was just in awe most of the time i'm like oh my god this is like insane to make this sort of a movie and to make Mm. it intriguing the whole time and like you actually care about these characters and right and i mean it's nothing like super emotional like it's not like an ugly cry or anything no, like but that. but it's simple man it, it it's it's just it's about beauty it's about beauty and and nature and stuff like it's just gorgeous i love that movie and it's uh, on a soapbox at the end there literally. yeah literal soapbox yeah literal, you know they're all drinking their their apple cider but ash has got his grape juice he's or whatever it is because he's know? yeah different love that god movie's so good like melted gold every time i drink apple like apple juice now yeah it goes through my head i say it like every milk. like before every sip and like after i'm done i'm like yeah it does it does now, our taste wes like anderson director spotlight has changed my life because i mm-hmm. I make a Wes Anderson reference in my head every single day, just in some capacity. That's like prob- I'm yeah, like, that's probably like, true. My like, man, yeah. this is it's like when this happened in what in that Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, uh, fuck, fuck the question of how often do you think of the Roman Empire? Need, <laughs> how often do you make a Wes reference in your head, or how you know yeah. how how many times does that happen? How many um, times a day do you think about like, a Wes Anderson movie? Probably multiple times a day. At least uh, one. At least at one. Least, yeah. yeah, it's it's at least one. Um, I think. Well, because every single day I try my best to watch a movie, and every single day I consider a West movie. You know, every single day I'm like, I could just watch this. Uh, yeah. If a movie is being considered, Wes is in that conversation. Yeah, every single time. Just, There's no doubt it just, about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's like. It, it's almost like a tax. Like I can, I can only go so many movies before watching Wes again. Like I feel like yeah. I, I feel like it's it's it, I have to kind of do it. You know, like I'm like, man, I haven't seen a Wes movie in a long time. I I can't continue without watching. It's like I every, can't watch every any ten, other movie. Every yeah. ten viewings, you go ahead and throw another mm-hmm. Wes viewing in there. Yeah. At least the um, West tax. Yeah, the West got tax. It. I love it. Got it. Got to it. Man, that's yeah. funny. Nah, I uh, I love that you're 13. Um. We're on a steady stream of stuff we've covered on the podcast here mm-hmm. with Tick Tick Boom, this Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, I'm going to keep it going with a 52-year journey through film movie. You've already thrown it out there. This is where I have Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. 
2019. This is the one that I felt so terrible about pausing in the middle last night. And I was like, I have to finish Ah. it then. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Because I I paused. I was like, I know there's a point where I feel comfortable pausing it. I was tired as fuck. And I was like, right before the like major tonal shift, you know, okay. she showed up, the the housekeeper showed up to the house and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, we're about to get into the real shit. I'm going (laughs) to pause it. I got the fun stuff for the first half. I'll get the, the, the dark shit tomorrow. Um, Mm. my God, is this movie good, dude? I, uh, this is obviously my most recent rewatch. I'm fresh off of it. It was the movie I had not watched in the longest, so I'm glad I, I got a background to it before. And it was it was 13 prior to that rewatch. I hadn't watched it in over a year, and it's 13 after the rewatch. I know I know how much I like Parasite. I guess um, it's uh, it's an incredible movie. There's there's so much to like about it. Song Kang Ho, uh, you know, we were talking about Andrew Garfield's performance in Tick Tick Boom. This one's up there with that for me. Like as far as one of my favorite performances mm. ever. He's just got. He's got chops, man. He's so fucking good. Um, the class commentary in this movie is unreal. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, that's it. It's always like it. A movie doesn't necessarily need to have like social commentary or anything no. like to make it good. But like, whenever a movie is good and it accomplishes that as well, is like boosts it. Yeah, yeah. That's always always a plus. Uh, yeah, this. This one's just, it's a thrilling ride. Like, this one is, it's fun. Um, and just, it, it, I mean, everything just go, like, it, I don't know, you're not expecting a happy ending, I guess, you know, necessarily. But, like, you always have this kind of feeling when you watch a movie that you just don't want things to go wrong. I don't know, like, mm. you, you don't, like... Maybe this family, yeah, they're they're lying and like, but but like you're kind of rooting for them anyways. You know, Dude, you're like, yeah, no, yeah, like it, it, they're definitely root for the them. poor stealing yeah. from the rich. I love that shit. Exactly. I love that. No, yeah. Go ahead. Like, um, yeah, you're you're fully rooting for them, and you're like, when it all just starts to fall apart, you're it's, like, no, like it's no, amazing like, just how much of a tonal shift there is. Like, it is so, mm. it's almost lighthearted. It's not necessarily. You can tell there's going to be like a, a serious streak to the movie from like the the pesticide coming through and them like uh getting free extermination whenever they leave the windows open and it, it just, they're like coughing their asses off as they fold the boxes. But the dad's just he's going to town mm. on the boxes still. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But they're they're having a good time. They're they're drinking in the living room and then someone rings the doorbell and they're like you're like oh no something's about to go down and she's like actually I left something in the basement under the kitchen. Uh, and she goes in there. She's like, what did you leave? And she's like facing the dark abyss. That is that, that little doorway. And Mm -hmm. she just turns around real slowly and she goes, you want to come with me? And you're like, nope, I really fucking don't. I don't want to go with you. I don't want to know what the fuck you're cooking down there, man. I, uh, yep. No, the, the, the way they build the suspense is crazy. Like, they just show that doorway. Like, I feel like there's a moment in it before where someone just walks out of Multiple. it. Multiple. Yeah, just walks out of it and they just hold 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 it on there for a little bit. Like, yeah, the way you, the way that when someone walks in there, they just kind of disappear or mm. appear as if from nowhere because yeah. it's so dark. Like, it's like yeah. it's a whole other world down there. It's kind of like what it's it's kind of presenting to you. And dude, I uh, I'm a sucker for it. This movie. Uh, 
I'm glad I got to rewatch it before uh before it came around here because it just been too long. I'm so glad I got to watch it again and uh probably another one that I've seen four or five times and I will see four or five more times at least. You know, like I, I love Parasite. It's uh it's one that I'll never get tired of. Uh incredibly deserving of that best picture win it got a few years back. Um Yeah. Those effects are seamless. Like Yeah. Like it's it 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 looks so good. Like the whole it's crazy that like I don't know, I guess it did give the movie like a look. Like I'm like, why go through all that effort? I was of- I was really looking for it this time around. And it's uh it gives this grandiose sort of setting this picture perfect landscape, you know, like even on the same day, like they're down in their semi basement and it looks dull and gray and and just yeah. like outside on the street. It does not look good. Same day he walks up the stairs and makes that giant fucking walk all the way up to their house, all of a sudden perfect fucking day it's gorgeous Mm. outside the trees are green there's life in the air you know like it's just like so it was to control the i think it was to control the environment to a degree you know uh wow and it's i mean beautiful architecture in that movie it's just gorgeous um one of the one of the best movies i've ever seen in my life um and one that I've done my due diligence in trying to show everybody I possibly can, mm. you know? Yeah, it was, um, I remember on the 52 year journey, it was one that like, I remember just hearing all the buzz about it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember hearing a lot of stuff about it, but I just, I never got around to see it. And like, I was, it was like one that I was eagerly awaiting, but like I had no expectations for it really. It was just kind of like, all right, yeah, when we get there, like I'm, I'm ready for it, but I'm not like, I don't know. It wasn't, I didn't have anything really going into it whatsoever, and I think I don't know. It was it was a crazy first viewing, and I think I've watched it twice. Um, and that that's probably that's probably it. Um, but yeah, that's I don't know a very a, a surprise I'd say at the end of the fifty four <laughs> journey, like yeah. one, one that I didn't think was actually going to be as well, it good just as it, it was. just escalates so much, you know, like a. He comes out of the the basement, d- smashes Kevin's head with the, with the rock, goes upstairs. He's about to walk outside, and he's like, "Wait a second, there's food on this table." He's like looking at all the food on the table, and then just grabs a fucking knife. And you're like, "Nope, no, 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 no!" Walks straight up to Kiwoo and just stabs her in the chest. And you're like, "No, no." Uh, and then. Whenever he goes to get the, like, Mr. Park goes to get the keys and he smells the dude and he's like, oh God, that smells terrible. The, de- Mr. Kim's like, well, that's, that's that. I'm going to fucking kill your ass. That's, that's enough. Um, God. Yeah. That, it's really a downward spiral. Oh, um, just in a matter of minutes. It's like four minutes that that happens across. It's, it's so wow. insane. Uh, the devolution in those moments, it just so intensely falls off the fucking map. Um, uh, and that first time you watch it, like all the twists sort of, you know, like, uh, how'd he disappear into thin air? It's like, oh, he went down to that basement. Now he lives there and the cycle perpetuates. It just keeps going, you know, like it's, uh, house is cursed. Yeah. Whoever, 
don't know, he'll the cycle will happen again. You know, yep. it's 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 bound to repeat. But yeah, that's I don't know. That is yeah. It was at my my twenty eight. So we're we're getting a lot of a lot more repeats now, which I think makes makes sense. Um, I feel like that was was bound to happen. Um, but okay, now I guess the debate has to end. It has to end right now. These last two movies, <clears throat> and I think. Man, I think it's... Oh, fuck. It's so hard. It is so hard. It's a Spider-Man movie, but which Spider-Man movie is the question? Mmm. And... Oh, man. Yeah. I think this... Yeah. Your 11 and 12 are both Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Oh man, I my know. top ten for you is falling apart. Um, yeah, this is where I thought the surprise would be. Um, this is where the surprise because is. because my whole life I've been a Spider-Man fan, and here I'm now saying that not even my top two comic book movies are Spider-Man. Yeah, there you um, go. And I think it's it's a combination of combination. Um, I think, hey, I think of that Drake sound every I, time I hear the word combination. I know. Now. I know. Oh combination. My it, oh my god. Oh yes. dude, it's so fucking funny. I had a a trail of those TikToks that trend. Like <laughs> so many of them. Like so many of those. So like that's all oh, I think about. Is combination. Just, um, <laughs> yeah. Um oh. but okay. Oh, that kills me. Okay. Okay. I think I'm going Spider Verse here. Um, Understandable. I I, I, I think I am. Um, it's tough. It is really tough. But I think at the end of the day, it it, it can go either way. Is the thing like they, they're both right here? Um, but they, it can go either way. But I'm I'm gonna go Spider Verse first, and I'll give my reason. More reasons to why the others above after, but to give love to Spider Verse, um, it like it kind of made me fall back in love with Spider Man. Like I think whenever um, like Andrew Garfield's movies came out, I watched them just because they were Spider Man and I love Spider Man right. and I was gonna watch them. Um, but then it, it, everyone was always it's not Toby, you know, it's it's not the original. Like this is this is weird, and like I, I just. I I was in the camp of of like kind of soft hating on on Andrew's movies. Um and then, you know, Tom's movies start coming out and I'm like, okay, you know, this this is cool. A very, you know, a younger I like how young he is. Yeah, like as take for sure. You know, and, and and everything. But then like this came out and I'm like, okay. No, this 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 reminded me of of the Spider Man cartoons that I watched yeah. as a kid, and like and and just like classic Spider Man moments, um, but also feeling so new and unique at the same time. I'm like, wow, this is like such such a crazy combination of Spider Man. Like, it's honestly like this oh combination God. of of Spider Man stuff that's going on in Spider Verse. I like more than like the No Way Home 
kind of oh, combination of just the three live action actors coming together. Um, like that is sick and awesome, but oh, I'd yeah, much absolutely. rather see like a new take on Spider-Man, a complete new take, but it's involving so many old things about Spider-Man too. Like you get the classic, you know, like origin of, of Spider-Man over and over. All right, let's do this. Let's do this one more time, you know, or whatever. Like it's, you, you know, the origin of Spider-Man by now. It's kind of like everyone just knows this. It's common knowledge. Um, but, and then like you have a new origin with Miles at the same time, um, is really cool. Like it's, it's, it's universe breaking, you know, it's, it's never been done before. Um, but you have the same Spider-Man, you know, already kind of in universe, but, but he's dead, you know, like he's, Mm. he dies and you actually are like, oh my God, why am I like actually about like, I'm crying right now, like over over like this for just this first spider-man that we barely even saw in the movie but just be, because i have all this past love for him um and yeah, no, again, you're like you're so soon into that movie and whenever because it's uh i'll always remember the music cue too because it's i'm not I'm scared not of the dark yeah and it's like oh like and everyone like yeah. getting the news and like checking their phone and like even Miles' dad, who like didn't fuck with Spider Man, yeah. sitting on the couch They're and being like frozen. Oh. Yeah, like oh shit, like oh man. Yeah, because like no matter no matter how you felt about Spider Man, you know he did. He, he at least made it safer out here. You know yeah. the people that like mm-hmm. he takes down that the cops are incapable mm-hmm. of taking down. You know, <laughs> like uh, yeah, all against those guys now. Yeah, yeah, like it wouldn't no matter no matter how much you hate him, like. He does save some of the city, and mm-hmm. he didn't didn't deserve to die. Um, yeah, no, nah, man, sure. that's a, it's a we've never seen that. We've never seen Spider Man die. It's just such a uh, such a weird thing I to have. Like, yeah, like, like that on... was that was a crazy. Like, I don't know. It, it was so unex- like the movie just could go anywhere. Like, it it was such a cool like integration of like the multiverse and stuff. Like, it was it was mm-hmm. very seamless. It was like. Uh, we just, we were here whenever Kingpin opened up, you know, his portal trying to get his family back. We, we just popped up. We're here. Um, and, and then having like Gwen kind of like going undercover, you know, as a student, um, to like find miles and stuff, which is like, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's such an intricate web, like that the story is, um, by the like, by the time that you get all of the other Spider-Man introductions with like Nick Cage and and then like Rob, um, Peter Porker, all, all those guys join the squad. Like but Penny Parker before, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like even um, before that, like there's so much story going on, and it's like, but it's so easy to like understand. Like I, I don't know, it's so seamless. Like it just, no, nah, yeah, just, the way that they do the. The multiverse and that is so it, that was as simple as it's ever been. Yeah, you know, I love the moments of like, oh, we're similar. Like the like the Spidey senses that they have, and they're like, they're like that You're moment like that me. like Miles does have with like that universe's Peter, mm-hmm. um, and like you know Peter's You're like, like I thought me. I was, he's like I thought I was the only one, you know, or yeah. whatever. And it's like what like what a cool moment. Um, in, in a movie that like never crossed my mind to even have, you know, like mm. 
for like a Spider-Man to have. Um, and yeah, just all all the other Spider-Man that joined the party, like they're so fun. Uh, like I don't know, every like I have this Rubik's cube in my room all the time, and every time I look <laughs> at it, I just think of Nick Cage being like, "I will figure this this object out, you know, eventually. I will I will Can I keep this the secrets of the cube. I, or like he, he he thinks it's like this like some magical ancient, thing, yeah, magical, yeah, like object. Um, but yeah, Spider Man Noir is that what they is that what he's yeah, called? Yeah, Noir. Yeah, that's so sick. Um. But yeah, like it, it's just it's so fun, and then like their goodbyes that they have at the end with each of them um, is so sweet until you build up to like the the Gwen and and uh, other Peter Peter B Parker's goodbye. Um, it's so awesome, and then like the uh, the frame rate of Miles, um, yeah, getting smoother getting and better smoother. as 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 he gets yeah his training gets you know better and better he's getting getting more fluid with it uh, i don't know just a a special movie and yeah that's it was either gonna be here or one above um, mm. but it was here all right in, all right in land. i love that i love that now with uh with my 12 bring it to my top three wes anderson last mm. of the episode so this is the it's the last one outside of the top ten, mm. and it is the newest one. This is where I have oh, Asteroid man. City 2023, directed by Wes we Anderson. Are. Okay, this movie is deeply special to me as it was the first Wes I got to experience in theaters, and one of my favorite movie theater experiences ever. I had such a great time seeing this on the big screen. I ended up going back to see it a couple more times on mm. the big screen. I've now watched it seven times. Damn. Um, yeah, this is my most watched I movie get, yeah. of the year. I guess if I've watched um, it four times, you, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I've, I, I've got I, it. I've got it on Blu-ray. I've got it digitally. Like I, 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 I at yeah. Walmart, I saw the Blu-ray, and like it's so visually appealing. It like, is. It like when I'm filling out the Excel sheet, and like you know how we're like doing colors of like the movie. This oh, was yeah. like the fastest. I knew what you were like. Yep, I know exactly I'm what like, I'm doing. Oh, here. I know exactly what color I'm doing. This like it's it's blue it's and a, yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a yeah, yeah. It's it's just instant, and that it it's such like it's such a pretty movie. Like this gorgeous this, color, this, this hue, uh, the the colors that were chosen. Oh, I don't mm. know. I'm, it changed it changed our podcast logo. The the reason our podcast our, our aesthetic of the podcast is what it is now is because it's the aesthetic of Asteroid City. And I was like, that's fucking gorgeous. We have the blue background with the yellow lettering and the red the red shadowing because yes. I was like, this is too hard. I love it. What yes. a great idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just works. It just works. Oh man, I love this movie. I love Jason Schwartzman. Uh, he is so good as Augie Steenbeck. Uh, one of my favorite, most underrated roles in this movie. I want to kind of shine a light on all my little favorite parts of this movie. Uh, Tilda Swinton is Dr. Hickenlooper. Fucking love mm. Tilda Swinton in this movie. Um, I think mm. she's brilliant. Rupert Friend is Montana. I love him. I think he just like fits into this like aesthetic so perfectly. He has that old Hollywood cowboy yeah. ass face. Um, Cigarettes. We didn't. We didn't give him to him. He just we heard uh... a. <laughs> what, what was his? What was the excuse? Yeah. Or what was uh, the reason? Well, I didn't know. Oh, he didn't. He must have got it on his own. You know, like uh, we yeah, didn't give it to we him. Didn't but give uh... any to him. But yeah, <laughs> we heard. Uh, we heard he was scribbling up a little warble and thought we might go ahead and uh, give him some backtrack. And so uh, we're 
Yeah, they rehearsed this. Dear Alien, who are yeah, in heaven? Did they rehearse that? You I don't know? know. I think that's or a one-time thing. I think they went for like, it. They're just like that? Hop on a one foot, skip on two. <laughs> Here's to the spaceman. How do they do? That whole thing, fucking Man. brilliant. Love it. Uh, no, nah, I, I love Maya Hawk and Rupert Friend together in this. Jeff Goldblum's little cameo. Mm. You know, how do you play it? I play it as a metaphor. A metaphor for what? I don't know. We don't like to pin it down. You know? <laughs> it's fucking... Yeah. Ah, dude. I love whenever, Adrian Brody. Yeah, whenever I heard that Jeff Goldblum was the alien, that's not what I expected. No, like, not at like, all. He's just the behind-the-scenes alien. Yeah, I like, thought I thought it was straight up going to just be Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> and he was going to be an alien. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Uh, I love the way they use the alien in this movie, though. And like the this is the one that, as the years pass, I gotta guess it never moves, and if it does, it goes up. That's that's where my money's at. Um, mm-hmm. Asteroid City is so special to me. I love, uh, like I said, I, my favorite scene of the movie, and I said this on the podcast when we covered it still the same it's still it's still whenever he goes behind he's like why does augie burn his hand on the quickie grill mm. and then he, he walks backstage and brian cranston looks at the screen scarlett johansson looks at the screen they're like what's going on and he goes straight to adrian brody he's like am i doing it right you know and it, it becomes this meta thing where it's like is he is he grieving right is he experiencing this right is he acting right is it like all this stuff am i doing it right in general the perfect way to phrase that Am I doing it right? He's like, I think you're doing it perfect. You know, I'm feeling all these things. I don't, I I don't, I shouldn't be feeling this. I don't know. He's like, you're just feeling it. It's okay. That's how, that's how things go. You know, and then like, how do uh, I know if I'm doing it? Like, how do I know yeah, if I'm doing it I still it don't right? get the play. You know, like, yeah. Like, oh. I still don't get the play. And then he, he's like, I'm going to go get some fresh air. And he goes, okay, you won't find any. Adrian Brody says, you, you won't find any. Man, uh, like does, Wes just knows how to get it out of Adrian Brody. Oh, huh? dude, like, he does, yeah. man. Ah, yeah. uh, man. Uh, that part when like his wife visits him during the intermission and they're mm-hmm. backstage, and he's doing like the he's he's in that play that's called the welterweight. Also, so he's doing the like the the, the yeah. speed bag thing to like. and then he like turns and looks at her for a couple seconds and still does it like (laughs) i fucking love it dude um it's uh that movie's so deeply special to me and then when margot robbie has her one scene where she reenacts the whole scene a whole scene she had with him you know uh the music during it you know uh, i look at you and i say i hope it comes out and I say, my pictures always come out. I'm like, fuck. And then they just like casually, good memory. Why'd they cut it? You know, like they just keep going. And it's like, no, nah, man, that was a moment. Let me sit with that, bro. I love I love the way Wes does it, though. It's just so. Up. Hey, you're the actress that played my wife. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> the wife who like, played my actress. Yeah. Holy shit, you are so hot. I don't even know sentences right now. Like, yeah. I don't even know words. No, but. Well, then Matt what... Dillon comes and gets him, and he's like, "Hey, we almost would have had a scene together. How you doing? You know, like he's like you." Yeah, and yeah. Um, Last uh... train to San Fernando. Remember? Oh, I wonder if any of those um, titles in the background during that Margot Robbie scene are like any of the shorts um, that are. Coming Ooh, out. I, I I don't know. Um, I don't recall off the top of my head any of the oh. any of them being those, but. uh um, is Asteroid City streaming on? 
Peacock. Peacock. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see if I um let's see resume. Nah, but like the whole thing, like uh, Asteroid City is a fictional production. The characters are not real. I love Brian Cranston's whole thing, and at the beginning, and every time he pops up here right now, or like, wait, my, am I not in this? (laughs) No. Fuck! I'm gonna watch that tonight. Titles, um, a lineup: The Death of a Narcissist, a play by Mitzi Baumont. Um, circle the wagons, um, and then Margot's play, it, I something of the withering from yeah from the fruit from, of withering, but then fruit of the withering vine I think is what it's called. Um, yeah, so not um, no nah, man, I love Asteroid City. It's one that I'm gonna keep watching, and now that we've talked about one. it so much. <laughs> I will almost certainly watch. Oh, dude, Jeffrey fucking right. Chapter, chapter one. Yeah. When he does that oh. thing with his hands, and he's like, chapter one. It's like, yeah, it's like, 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 that kind yeah, of, like, like he's doing, he's like, doing I don't know, like a fighting pose. Yeah, it's like, yeah, chapter one. My, my my father went off to fight the war that would end all wars. It didn't. Uh, and he can't. Yeah. What was left of him came back in a pine box. And chapter two. Yeah. And he's like, uh, like that that whole thing. Uh, That's life. Yeah. If you uh, such as life. Uh, it, uh, fuck, man. Yeah, the third when I went and saw that in theaters the third time, that part made me cry, and I was like, w- "Why? Why is this making me cry right now? I don't even fucking know. I just feel it." Like whenever he uh he gets to that part where he's like, "Uh, if uh if you if you thought you were gonna come in here and do nothing, you picked the wrong time to be get born." Mm-hmm. That's it. That's my speech. Uh, that that like I, I fucking love it. And everyone's so confused. A copy of it on your, in your gift bag on the way out, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like he's like, you'll be getting a copy of my speech. That's badass. Like he's like, yeah, you know what you just witnessed, dude. Fucking brilliant. You'll take a copy of it home. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I hope Jeffrey writes in every single West movie. You can't wake up if you don't fall asleep. What do you say? Uh, What's that? You can't wake up if you don't fall asleep. I fucking love love. Yeah, and Jeffrey Wright revelation there. What that line meant. Like, we were trying to figure it out. And, like, I think you were spot on of, like, the, uh... He's like, I didn't really catch on that it was, like, that he... Like, it was, like, a like suicide. Um, I thought he just died, you know, died young. Um, but, like, the... Wasn't there, like, something of, like, a car crash? Or mm-hmm. something like that? Like, it, like, yeah. Three months into the play's run... Tragedy oh. strikes. It's like how how he uh, yeah, kind of like a a like West. I don't know. In the Royal Tenenbaums, you have a a car crash. Mm-hmm. Um, in Darjeeling Limited, uh, isn't the reason um that Owen Wilson's character is all messed up is because of a car crash? Yeah, he was on a motorcycle. Um, a motorcycle crash. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a common thing that he has in his movies. Um. But man, yeah, I, I don't know that that just makes it click so much more. And then like the the relationship between um, the writer and and uh, Augie, um, just I don't know. It makes even more sense why he's he's lost and he's like, "Am I doing it right?" You know, even more. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's a special movie, and it's it is like yeah, seventeen on mine. Yeah, man. Um, I was looking for the I was looking for the speech that Jeffrey Wright delivers. Chapter one. I walked to school eighteen miles each morning, walked milked goats, plucked the chickens, played hooky, caught fireflies, went skinny dipping in the watering hole in prayers every night and got whipped with a maple switch twice a week. That was life. <laughs> Chapter two. 
My father went off to fight the war that ended all wars. It didn't, and what was left of him came back in a pine box with a flag on top. End of chapter two. Next, I went to officer school and 20 years passed the speed of a dream. A wife, a son, a daughter, a poodle. Chapter three, another war. Arms and legs blown off like popcorn. Eyeballs gouged out figuratively and literally. The men put on show under the palm fronds, dressed as women in hula skirts. That was life. In the meantime, somebody else's story. A man thinks up a number, divides it by a trillion, plugs it into the square root of the circumference of the earth, multiplied by the speed of a splitting atom, and voila, progress. I am not a scientist. You are. End of chapter three. Junior stargazers and space cadets, we watch transfixed, transfixed as you enter into uncharted territories of the brains and spirit. If you wanted to live a nice, quiet, peaceful life, you picked the wrong time to get born. That's it. That's my speech. Fucking brilliant, dude. So goddamn good. I love Jeffrey Wright with all my fucking heart. And that's, it's not my favorite role of his ever, but it's because it's so small. But man, is he fucking good in it. Um, and all of you can go to patreon.com slash pod to get a copy of that speech. And it's just, yeah. just that. Just the speech. Just, just your gift bag. Just, um, it's part of the gift bag. Yeah, um, it'll be there. Um, no, but uh, yeah, Jeffrey Wright is in a fourth of my top 12. He's in uh, three of the three of the top 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asteroid yeah. City, there at 12 for me. So how are you rounding out the episode? What's at your 11? Well... The debate was between Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man 2002 uh, Mm -hmm. by by Raimi. Um, It was the debate, and I did end up going with that, uh, with putting Raimi above. And I think because, one, yes, I do have nostalgia for this movie. And it was a movie of my childhood. Um, But it doesn't take away from... The mo- that doesn't take away from the movie at all, you know. Like it, like doesn't matter that because I viewed it as a child, or like, or I don't know that I was the target audience whenever it came out. What I don't, I don't think that really changes the movie. No, um, that it is. Um, but I, I love like just like I feel like you said that Spider Verse is the best origin, like comic book origin movie that there is, and it might that very well might be true. But there's something about like Toby's origin of like go web go fly like that scene to uh, him in his bedroom yeah. you know, just getting the Dr Pepper can the lamp like webs on his room at May's like Peter like everything okay like yeah I'm uh, changing you know like or whatever yeah. uh, him like drawing the costume oh my god that scene replays in my head so much like I don't know why. Like, it's so satisfying, like, seeing him draw the costume and, like, throw out, you know, other looks and, and then, like, start to color in with the red and, and blue. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I, I don't know why that scene just gets me going so much, but it does. Um, there's, I don't know, so many things like that. This The, the score as well. It's so heroic. Like, there, like, there's not another movie in my childhood that made me want to get bitten by like a radioactive spider or like (laughs) no other movie made me want to have superpowers like this movie like i wanted to be spider-man so bad that like literally i like as a kid like i don't i don't really fear spiders i kind of fuck with spiders because of spider-man like i'm like yeah no i'm i'm just cool with them because if one is radioactive 
And maybe if I'm cool with spiders, they're like, yeah, I'll choose that one. So like, yeah. that's what I thought as a kid. I'm like, I want to get cool with the spiders so that if, if they are smart enough and, and can give one superpowers, they, they might choose me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, uh, I don't think critically better than into the spider verse, but as far as just my yeah, overall favorite, man. yeah, as my overall favorite, like I, I get, there's so many feelings that I get when I watch this movie. Like it's, it's incredible. Bone saw is ready. You know, we Bone get, like, saw is dude, ready. We got yeah, like, man. the camp is out the ass. We got Willem Dafoe being an absolute menace to society just not giving a fuck he's like oh the board you want to get me out i'm gonna disintegrate all of your bodies just gone you're at you're at a balcony Mm. watching a cool parade see you later my son's right there i don't give a fuck yeah mary jane's (laughs) right there i don't give a fuck i don't Um, give a fuck (laughs) you know he's just on a rampage yeah (laughs) god yeah oh the, the the world's not not or it's, it's it's built for people like us for the taking or you know we like we're we're gods compared to them you know or whatever yeah. like the rooftop conversation Fucking he has with Spidey, dude. um man yeah I just it's a special movie um and it forever will be um, got a feeling that's gonna be the biggest gap I don't <laughs> think we'll top it um I had it at eighty four uh-huh. you have it at eleven um. Yeah. Don't think there's anything that'll be bigger than that. I don't think I have anything below it that you'll have higher, and I don't think you have anything below your 84 that I even have. Probably not. No, yeah, that'll be the biggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that seems to be true. I would, I would agree. Dang, yeah. But man, no, this is, it's a special movie for me. I went through two blockbuster VHS VHSs of this. Mm. I went through two, two of those bitches. In in like one of those TVs that had the VHS player built into the TV, right, um, right, and it was like uh that that's the one I frequented it on the most. Um, I don't know I there was one in my parents' bedroom that was like in the corner of the room, and it was probably I mean fuck probably like a six or seven inch screen, no maybe like a foot I don't know but like small like little square TV up in the corner, and I played in that a lot. And then I also had, like, my own, like, I don't know, it was the kids, like, TV. And it it was, like, I don't know, not that big. Kind of like a computer monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. It had, like, a VHS, little VHS player Mm -hmm. on the bottom of it. I would just plug it in in an outlet. Sound of it, like, loading in there. Oh, and all the static, you'd rub the screen. And then you'd shock your brother or sister or whatever. Your hair standing up. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. There's so much nostalgia with this movie. It's unreal. Yeah, like, I'd have to blindly fast forward um, to my favorite parts of the movie if I wanted to watch it. You know, there was no... Yeah, it's like, you just... just, It was blue, you know? You didn't fucking know where you were. You just said... Or I guess if you played it slow enough, you could actually see it just play fast. But then, like, if you went fast enough, like, if you wanted, like, four times speed or whatever, it would just, like, go blue. And then, like, you just have to, like... Yeah, I remember I like know, the wavy, like, yeah. like you could see them yeah, moving yeah. really fast. But then if you got to a certain level, it was like, yeah, we ain't gonna try and show you that. Yeah, that ain't happening. But uh, uh, the the first Spider-Man from Blockbuster that I got the VHS, where the dude was like, "All right, dude, just take it, keep it. Like you're gonna you you come in here enough to watch it. Just keep the guy here." Thing. 
Um, you have one. I think I have a VHS in uh, in the other room. I, I know I have the DVD right here, um, but I think I have the VHSs of them as well. Uh, would be my third copy of Spider-Man. I just 1. have the DVD. Yeah, um, I think I have a VHS of it. Um, this little sticker down in the corner was a blockbuster sticker. Nice, yeah. Um, but it was one of those blockbuster VHSs that blew up in my. Um, mm. It just unraveled in my in that small corner TV in my parents' bedroom. That, that thing had a VHS is fucking destroyed. In. Yeah, the disc is all. Disc is also quite scratched up. That's for sure. It got its use. This movie has been seen so many goddamn times. It's a fucking um, awful. You cannot yeah. watch this. Thing. I don't even know how. I don't. I don't. Maybe I don't want to know how many times I've watched this. Yeah, movie. right. How many? How many hours have you? Or days have you spent just watching Spider Man? It's days. Oh, it's days for sure. Like yeah, without a doubt, it's days. Um, but I don't care that I won't get those days back. I want. No, more. I don't either. I'm gonna watch well, it. I, again. I, love, I love movies, man. I, yeah. I don't regret spending days of my year. I think statistically, I've spent a month of my year watching movies. That's fucking awesome. It fucking rocks. I love it. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade that time for anything. You know. Uh, but nah, Spider Man. That's such a special movie, man. We uh, obviously we have covered it relatively recently, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's just so so classic. It really is. But uh, it is, it did outside the top ten though? Just okay. outside, just outside. That's a shocker. I was surprised mm. by that. Um, my eleven is the it's the floater. You know, you remember in, when we did the Star Wars top one hundred characters about a year ago? I was like, can we do a zero so we mm-hmm. can have a zero through ten? So it's actually mm-hmm. eleven spots. I want I, like this is the movie that made me want to do that. And it sounds like Spider Man would have been the one for you as well, but. Uh, 11 is where I have 2022's The Fablemans, directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, I fucking love this movie. I got a chance to rewatch it the other night. It was previously at the bottom of this episode. It rose all the way to the tippy top. Um, I, I, This movie hits me so hard, especially when you love Steven Spielberg's movies. It kind of recontextualizes his whole career. It's so bare bones and honest and personal. And because it's basically autobiographical, it's basically telling the story of his life, how he became a filmmaker, what happened with his parents, what happened with his family, like uh, Hmm. watching Catch Me If You Can after watching this movie is different. Watching uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is different after you've watched this movie. Like there's so much that kind of recontextualizes different things from throughout his career as being like, wow. Is this is so deeply personal, you can tell that these things went on to affect his movies. Like, every storytelling thing he does, it's influenced by his life. And, uh... Wow. So man, it's actually, Gabriel, like him in the movie, like, playing him or, like, a character, like... It's, uh, so there's an actor named Gabriel LaBelle. It's like a coming-of-age movie uh, where it's basically capturing Spielberg's young, young life. Is basically like, is it what's obvious going on. that it's Spielberg? Like, yeah, or... yeah. Okay. Um, it is. It is to me. Like, the kid wants to be a filmmaker. His obsession is making films. He, uh, uh, it's not just a hobby. It's his life. It's what he wants to do. Uh, 
And if you look into it, like exactly what happens in this movie happened to his family. Like it's like, hmm. okay, it's, it's, it's 100% autobiographical, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's just so personal. And if you love movies, it, it you, people say like, this is one of the, like the magic of movies genre where it's like, ah, the magic mm. of cinema. This is, this is why movies are special. It's so much more than that. Like it is, it's one of the best family dramas I've ever seen. It's probably Seth Rogen's best role ever. Uh, he's in this movie and he's really good in it. Paul Dano, uh, mm-hmm. fucking great in it. Um, I love the Batman. And what's funny about it is that every single person in that cast did awesome, even better, actually, in another movie. Paul Dano in The Fablemans is the wow. premier example of that, I would say. Um, Colin Farrell in Banshees of Inisherin, Just, like, so many different mm-hmm. guys went out and did these awesome fucking things and other stuff. Um but yeah, man, I love I love the Fablemans. Michelle Williams is so damn good in it. I love her, one of my favorite actresses of all time. Um, but yeah, the the highlight of it, fascinatingly, is is Gabriel LaBelle, that the actor playing Sammy Fableman. Mm. There's this moment whenever uh, uh, mom and dad sit the kids down to tell them some pretty big news, and it's uh it's pretty traumatic. For every kid involved, everyone's got their got their response to it. Uh, one of the daughters is like uh, one of one of Sammy's sisters is like, "You did this. This is your fault." And she's like, "No, you can't say that. Don't say that." And the, and, the, and all this stuff. And all Sammy is doing is imagining how he would film it. Oh, you know, like that's that's all. And and like it, he like watching the actor realize that's all he's thinking about is like. He's like, oh my god, I can't even like it, like oh, art wow. has so completely taken over his life Dang. that like all he can think about is how he would shoot this moment. And uh yeah, Dang. and one of the best things about this movie is that Spielberg is not even the slightest bit humble about how good he's always been at making movies. Like he's like, I was born for this shit. This is what I was born to do. You know, like and and that's one of the things that makes the yeah. movie work so well. He just he starts making movies and he's so fucking good at it from the get go. You're like, well, this guy's going to make movies. Um, everyone's just kind of like, whoa, how'd you do that? You know, like, it's not even really like, ah, oh, you'll get better. It's like, that was fucking awesome. You know, like, wow, you're, you're, you're going to do awesome at this thing. Uh, People just got this, it like that. Yeah. He does. He does. He, he was does. born for this shit. Yeah. Um, no, he does. And I think of my remaining movies. I only have one more you have not seen, and I think personally I'd recommend this to you prior to the next one that I have wow. in my top okay. ten. Uh, this is the highest recommendation then. Um, yes, of the ones I have not, of, of the ones you have not seen. Generally, across mm-hmm. the board, I think I'd recommend the one that's higher. But I think just like you're going to appreciate Spielberg a, a great deal, and that's like if you if you like Spielberg. I think it's just a perfect fucking movie. Like it's uh it's it was so hard to not put it at 10. Like the my 10 and 11 uh, what came yeah. down to it was a theater experience. I was like I didn't see Fablemans in the theater. I did see my 10 in the theater. So it was like I'll go ahead and give that the edge. But uh yeah man, that's how I'm topping off the episode at 11 with uh with the Fablemans. Do you want to go ahead and give me that rundown one more time? You're 11 I through 19. Shall. 11 was Spider-Man, 
12 was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. 13, Fantastic Mr. Fox. 14, Tick, Tick, Boom. 15, Guardians of the Galaxy. 16, Tron Legacy. 17, Asteroid City. 18, Get Out. And 19, Oppenheimer. Beautiful. I've got 11, The Fablemans. 12, Asteroid City. 13, Parasite. 14, Tick, Tick, Boom. 15, Into the Spider-Verse. 16, The Grand Budapest Hotel. 17, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 18, Thelma and Louise. And 19, Nope. So I think that might be the most overlap we've ever we've had on an episode. You know, three in the same episode, one literally in the same spot. Can't imagine yeah. we uh We did it. At we least did we it. did it. Um it might happen next episode, I guess. It there might. I think there's a decent chance it happens early next episode. Um Ooh. Ooh. It'll be it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, no. Now coming coming into it, uh my my top ten guess for you, it's fallen apart a little bit. There's uh there's a few that I, I, I had there that I are not there. Um mm-hmm. but there's still six from the very first guess I took that are there. Okay. I know that for fact. For a fact. Um Wait, so there's four that I have said already? That originally I had in there. I'm guessing Spider-Man was one of them. Spider-Man, Fantastic, Fantastic Mr. Mr. Fox. Fox. Um, let's see. Uh, I'd, I'd guessed that... Um, well, and then the other two have been rotating, kind of. Like, they've been kind of in and out. and like Because uh, now we're in a place where I know the other two. I only have nine right now. For the life of me, I cannot figure out the tenth. I cannot figure out the 10th. I I have nine that I know for sure are in the next episode for you, but I cannot figure out a 10th. Um, Hmm. I will be astonished to learn it though. Like, and I'll be so disappointed, whatever. I'm like, ah, duh. You know, like, uh, but I think I might know. No, like, that's the thing is that like, have you, have I said it? Is it on mine? Let me see. Yes. Ah, fuck, man. I have no idea. <laughs> it is. Man. If it's well, the one I'm thinking of. Um, let's see. You've said that. 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 I'm confident I've said, said every you other said one, one except two, one. Three, four, five, six, seven. You said seven of my top 10 so far two of which that you haven't said will be in your top yes, 10 yes they will um and then there are two that have n- or there's one that i did not say that you have not said that will be in your i think is in your top 10 as well i think ooh that'll be interesting i'm excited i'm excited regardless I, I cannot wait for next week. I uh Yeah, I don't know, man. I have no idea what your tenth is. I have no idea what the what the one I'm missing is. But uh regardless, I'm very, very happy with the way this project has gone and I cannot believe it's already coming to a conclusion next week. If you would 
head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content for $3 a month. You can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Um, head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you might be listening and to continue downloading as a huge help. And it's making uh, it's making those numbers look nice and sexy. We just passed 20,000 downloads all time, which is beautiful. We're less than 1,000 downloads out from my goal for the year. And it seems like we're going to get there. And I'm so very, very happy about that since we have so much time left in the year. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to do it no matter who's listening, no matter how many people are listening. But it's mm-hmm. nice to know that people are. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Coming back next week for the top 10. Uh, this Friday, we are concluding our comic book movie journey mm-hmm. through film for now. We'll return to it in about a month. But we've got Fantastic Four, The Rise of the Silver Surfer this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we continue Winter is Blooming on Monday. Uh, another Game of Thrones episode for you, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna ease back into the director spotlights here in the next couple weeks with a uh, mm. couple Wes Anderson episodes based on the shorts that are going to Netflix. We got two of them on Friday, and then the the other two on Monday after that, and then it's Scorsese, baby. We're all Scorsese after Hell that yeah. for a good for a good month in anticipation of Killers of the Flower Moon. So I'm so very excited. But yeah, main thing. Come back next week for that top 10. I'm so very excited for it. Um, remember to support SAG after and WGA and their struggle against the studios as it doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon. And that's uh, a damn shame. I wish the studios would just give them what they're asking for. It's not much. It's a simple ask. Um, it'll barely affect them. And just doesn't seem fair. I think people deserve to be compensated for their labor. But with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And actions speak louder than words.